0: you thought that was
1: funny
0: you were laughing like a hyena when he said it. it what the hell is wrong with
1: you another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to do's bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of
0: America and a member
1: FDSE.
2: Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome
3: to Wednesday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. Let's get this thing going. It's going to be hot. It's like eighty-one degrees today. Just fine by me. Are you? You're golfing? There's no question. Yeah. You're not, Oh yes. Yeah. This is take advantage of this. The reason I don't golf well right now is shoulder surgery. Still not quite ready to go. Eighteen. Uh, six months in. Got to get getting another month for I'm really comfortable with it. That's A. B. I don't golf at this time of year because it is just a sea of people. Canadians oh, everywhere. everywhere, and Those old men are all over the place. You're gonna. I'd kill someone. I Inconsistent with my shot. I'm worried when there's a lot of. Pay. I like the summertime. You're out there all by yourself. You fire off an errant shot into somebody's yard. Chances are they're not just standing back there. Now everybody's outside. The golf course is just packed. They charge a billion dollars. What are rates right now for a lot of golf places? Like up around two fifty for a good place. Three. Sure. Uh, yeah.
4: TPC is uh, around four hundred bucks. Holy
3: Christ. Jesus. You know the craziest thing? And I remember this was way back uh my ex-wife got me a present 2002 three for me and three other friends to go play at pebble beach we'd cover the golf had to get up there when you started this is 20 years ago and i remember you i asked you but we were both kind of like i don't know if we can do it and then my friend mark and everyone kind of pulled back it was three hundred and thirty dollars a round which is crazy to play golf to yeah. any sport, and that's 20 years ago i can't imagine what pebble beach got to be pushing a thousand bucks around easy now easy but the problem was it was going to cost us like two thousand dollars each to get there yeah plane hotel all that stuff and it was just just for golf seemed like eh. and i felt really bad telling her nobody really wants to go and i'm not going up there by myself it was brutal nobody now nah, that's not true nobody i wanted to go could go I had a couple of people that I could have drug up there. I was like, I don't want to go spend a weekend with this jackass. You know, but one of those dudes that doesn't smoke cigars but thinks, you know, just starts playing the role. Starts drinking bourbon, bourbon and smoking yeah. cigars, talking about other people's companies. It was weird. <laughs> but golf is a crazy expensive hobby. And uh, Phoenix is, you know, luckily we've got 180 courses in the area. So it's a little bit tempered pricing. But it's, And it's the conditions
4: expensive. on the, you know, this was a good year for a... Uh, courses for the uh yeah the winter grass they came the in a lot weather of weather was so nice. Yeah. it was
3: yeah a lot of them came in really good i don't like that either because it's usually wet all the time i don't like playing on that wet fake Some grass of them, the yeah sloppy thin grass but yeah it's a but the run day. is happening it's oh. it's busy knock it stiff today this is a day to spend outside I, because I, the atmospheric river is on its way you'll be here tomorrow tomorrow night maybe usually a little overhyped atmospheric rivers and such, especially when they name them after strains of weed, like this one is called the Pineapple Express. And it's going to come, not California, going to go into the ocean and then our turn. And then we'll be fine. But it's going it to, might mess up the Phoenix Open. But either way, enjoy today because it's uh, 80 degrees in the last day of January. We'll take it. That ain't so bad. Uh, just an ethics question, I guess the uh, manners question. I've run into this twice in the last uh, week a little less than a week um maybe i don't know how do we feel about running into somebody who clearly lied about taking vacation and came back with massive (laughs) That's just basically what has happened in two different occasions uh and i ran into it yesterday uh and then about three days ago also I, i it is so obvious these people do you say something can you just say ah wow What's new? Like, what do you say about the gigantic clown that are attached to somebody that weren't there three weeks ago? And that and you, you, you can't to, say anything. How was sure you can? Yeah, absolutely. We have to. We can, We got to stop living in That's the what world. They paid for. Him. That's exactly what I'm thinking. You, you, we got to. And I also noticed that because I know about breast augmentation. The first couple weeks after, you got to wear that weird bra. Zip it all the way up to your neck. You can't really show them off the first couple weeks. And both of these people, massive sets underneath these jogger sweat. They would never wear this normally. Well,
4: I've noticed usually you don't have to say anything. They're pretty open about it. They say nice cans.
3: Neither of these people I know well enough. But I, and
4: you can't say that. But Why not? But I they think Brett's right. Them. They they put. You in should a, be able to. It's like but... a
3: car. If I put fifteen grand into something, and you guys didn't notice. I'd be like, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. If I had, if I had fifteen thousand dollars of enhancements on my vehicle, <laughs> and you walk by it, and I'm like, hey, Brett, just yeah, what? I, I don't know. The fifteen grand I have put in in aftermarket parts that are visible to the outside. It's not like they're hidden under the hood. Like I got. A new big steel chrome giant bumper blowers. <laughs> I got you know for no reason. Woody Woodpecker is spray painted. You didn't notice that? It's fairly obvious. I would want you to say, "Holy Christ, that looks great!"
5: Man, cans are fifteen grand now.
3: Yeah, Ooh. good ones. You want to get nice Ooh. ones? You'll go ten to fifteen. Anybody that goes discount, you're you're paying for a discount. You're going to end up with uh, leaky cans about seven years from now and end up with stomach yeah. disorder. I, I think you got to say it. something. I, I, I almost did yesterday. I almost said I have to say wh- what's going on here. Like I, I, had to act like maybe she got stung by a bee twice. I, I have no idea, but they were huge, <laughs> up to her neck. Somebody we know? Yes. Really? I'll tell you later. All right. It's. I'll go admire them for you. Yeah. It's vacation followed by. no you weren't on vacation. It was so obvious. But I think we have to. I want to live in a world of realism. I want to live in a world where people aren't uncomfortable saying you got lettuce in your teeth. And for some reason, we all are. And the, and we've always... Well, like, oh that's nice. Thanks for letting me know that.
4: Especially if they're clown, clown cans.
3: clown At work,
4: you can't... I know, I know. That's that
3: was thing. a thing. And it's like, you know,
4: Outside of it.
3: But these were outside of work. Wait, yeah. he was on vacation. Well, it wasn't here. Oh, okay. But I'm saying, outside of work, uh, we should be able to go, I... Jesus christmas those things are huge yeah (laughs) Yeah. why can't we do the cartoon noises to whatever the hell's going on there's like holy crap i haven't seen you in a couple (laughs) what is going on with the (laughs) top
2: oh i i didn't think anyone would notice anyone
3: would notice you've got two infants attached to your chest nice to meet the three of you my god (laughs) suddenly you're interesting i never wanted to talk to you before you have a lot to say, I think. Let's get it off your chest. I don't know what the protocol is, but I think you should be able to say I see what you've done here, and I'm I support this message. You're a jerk. I mean, would you get in trouble? You shouldn't. If I walked around
4: Puppies with the heart on all day long and people would like be mad. And it, you, can't, you can't win. Cause well, it'd be like it's uh, yeah. There's a summer sausage strapped to the side of your leg. And it's and covered
3: it's, and it's hard as a rock, and it's brand new. It's like well, it takes a couple of weeks for it to soften up. And I'm just walking around with nine inches of rock. What'd you do on your vacation? Yeah, I, I was in Pebble Beach. It was golfing, in fact.
5: Really? Yes. If I had Peter North installed on me, I you know I'd I would I would expect every woman out there to go.
3: But nice. that's because dudes are cooler. If you noticed my huge new hog, day one, Jesus, John, nice new dick. I'm like, yeah, thanks. It cost me a fortune. I don't know that because you can get if you're ugly. And this is my dilemma. I'm ugly. Like that's where it runs into. Like if I walk up and say you've got nice (laughs) now to a girl, my ugliness kicks in. She doesn't need that, especially at work. If I'm good looking, I can say it all day long. That's why she did it to attract good looking people, not guys like me. It's just weird. But, man, it's clear-cut. It is brand new. And, and by the way, too big. Too, hopefully, they the puff goes away. It is well, it's the same. unreal I mean, how big these are.
4: It's tough not to say something on that. but it, And you can't say anything other than being shocked. If it's not even <laughs> enhancements, it's like they've done something to their oh, face, the lips, lips, lips are eyes. A big
3: one. There's somebody... Somebody here I know got Ah! got her lips done, and I'm not saying, but I want to. And the funny thing about lips is, the first few days they do it, they struggle to talk like they've eaten ice chips all day long. It doesn't look bad, but
5: did you? You didn't say anything to the lip chick?
3: No, I did.
5: How you doing, John J? I'm John. (laughs) Hey,
3: Mushmouth. When did this happen?
4: Why's the knitted hat over your lips.
3: <laughs> hey, hey, hey.
6: Looks like somebody got some work done today. Hey, but nobody should by
3: We can't say anything. But if I showed up and my lips were clearly new, you guys would rip me up. What did you do to your face? When Brady had his eyebrows dyed. It took me. This show started. Ah, it's five forty-five. at some morning. What did you do to your face?
2: <laughs> what do you mean?
3: Nobody notices. Nobody notices. It took me a second.
4: You're you're out of your mind. Kirby ran out of the house crying. It took his eyebrows to to make that mohawk has yeah. grown pop. He
3: dyed his hair the most ungodly reddish brown color and included his eyebrows because the lady talked him <laughs> Why are you so
5: angry? You <laughs> look so
3: you look so grouchy. <laughs> And you were convincing yourself. No one noticed. You're just being. How in the world does no one notice when everyone saw it that fast? <laughs> if I'm saying I'm, just, that's just what a good friend would do. You look ridiculous. You need to wash your face. You, you're just jerk. You, nobody else sees it. Nobody else says anything. Everyone sees it. But being ugly is hard. I have adapted. It's taken me a long time. I have adapted.
5: But but there you go. I mean, again, going back to the cans, it's like. If somebody spent fifteen grand on cans yeah. and went clown can size, I they want to be noticed. That's what I So think. I don't yeah. see a problem with it. So is it good? or? But, but do you come It's up, good. But, yeah, I think so. I think you're right. That's I mean, it's not like you go up to them and go, hey, can I motorboat for a few minutes? I mean, <laughs> well, you yeah. see, there's where I draw the line. want to be
4: tasteful. Yeah. <laughs> if
3: I'm going to semi-tasteful.
5: <laughs> well, here's the problem. I
4: appreciate the clown can. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. You
3: bring up a good point. <laughs> if, all right. Now, let's reverse it. Let's, right. let's be women for a second. Okay. I went out and I spent some serious dough and got some clown cans. And I got this dude over here, Eyebrows McGee, coming at me. And, holy cow, What's Siri's that? mad at me. <laughs> Shut up, Siri. Uh, so I got clown cans, and I'm walking around with my new clown cans. And I'm kind of hoping maybe Brett notices, maybe Joseph downstairs notices. The last thing I need is you know Mama Celeste over here walking up saying something with his mouth full.
4: Hey, you got new cans.
3: And you're like, yeah, thanks for noticing. Hoagie
4: in my hand. the pro- <laughs>
3: Don't get hoagie all over my new cans. The problem is as a woman you're thinking if I if I respond positively to the ugly guy, me, Brady. I'm sorry. We're both in this category. We shouldn't be doing this. Stop it. The next thing might be ugly guy season opening. If they're too nice to us about us talking about their boobs, we might think, "Oh, it's cool to talk about her boobs all the time. And then we take the step Brett just said is, can I motorboat for the next 20 or 30 minutes? <laughs> now we're making jokes. Now they think they have to put up a barrier immediately. or we, And they're not wrong. Or we will take it to levels that are way too far.
4: Let me throw that's this in. There. That's on
3: them, though. It's on us. We have to know as ugly people, if you say something about, hey, see your new cans. Great work. Never bring them up again. You open the door now. If she comes back. and Goes want to see him. That's different. But you can't Most keep do. pushing. Yeah. Uh, oh, almost all new can women yeah. will show you their boobs if you're just patient.
4: There's some truth to it for sure about wanting to show them. But to, to what some if it, people. But what if it was like uh, similar to the the eyebrow thing? Like oh, I hope people <laughs> don't notice. She went for a certain size that she thought, oh, yeah. this will be good. And all of a sudden, wow. they're in. Oh, my gosh. They're clown cans. Oh, that's
3: on her. A friend of mine's wife. Right.
4: So yeah. the last thing she wants... Well, it's you coming up? Going, hey, nice clown can.
3: I wa- well, you're not going to
4: say nice clown can. He might. You're right, oh, Brett. That's
5: might. What no. I'm saying you just don't go that heavy. <laughs> but it's not like the Reebok pump. Like when Brady walks by, you right. deflate it real quick. Right. But then when Joseph walks by, you pump right. it up. It's I a, mean, it's a good It plan.
3: is what it is. You, you're walking with them. Yeah, you, you got to deal with the way society sees you. Gotta,
5: you you deal got the clown
3: with Yeah, yeah. Brett's probably it's right. It's tough. Oh, <laughs> oh. Maron, <laughs> clown cans. Ringley Brothers is going to have a field day with you. When do you whip the lion? When are the
4: balloon rides?
3: Yeah. There's a circus going on over here. You're the main attraction. It is difficult, but I'm telling you. And I had a friend who's, uh, well, it wasn't, he was a friend, but uh, he uh, more worked with a better friend of mine. So I knew him through that. His wife showed up one day. And I mean, she's 5'2", 117 pounds, had a nice body. And then uh, shows up one day. I'm like, wow. Walked in the room sideways. Like looked like she's going to tip over. They were huge. And then she said, "All right, before you say anything, knowing me, like I'm the dick in the room, and that's what that's just my my lot in life. Well, you know. Before you, it's, they're not wrong. <laughs> before you say anything, but I have a lot more uh, tact and and." pullback than most what i usually do is whisper to the other people in the room are
6: you seeing what ops?
3: i don't go after the person that's scary and she goes before you say anything i went in to get c's and the guy just loaded me up with these thought he was doing me a favor which is a load she of- hate him i agree yeah. and i wanted to say that i want to say you're a liar a doctor wouldn't he risk all know. of it just to put giant cans in you maybe he'd go a little bigger to say hey we had to even things out but he's not going to do what you had which were you know, they do it per porn you know, can. Yeah. This dude's doing it mostly to like your Some will turn him down.
4: You want, no, I'm not going to do that. And well, then I'm going to a different doctor. I'm going to sure. find one
3: that. I've talked to doctors about this, but like little things, and they're like, we will push a little size if it's not quite symmetrical or it doesn't look exactly right on the table. They're artists. Yeah. They lay you out, they take pictures, they look, and they're like, all right, this one's not like, it needs to be higher. It needs to go a little bigger because her skin's here and here. But this wasn't that. Th- this was two gargantuan grocery sacks of water inside this tiny little frame. She did that herself. I wanted to say something so bad, but she's just unhappy the way it looked.
5: Because oh. I'm sure the doctor, like Brady said, is probably trying to talk her into a C, and she wound right. up
3: double D's. No, 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 I know. I know what I want.
5: I know. You know? And, and my typical tell broad. Me that they you know? shrink yeah. or they
7: fall.
3: This yeah, typical it broad. Is typical. <laughs> I want more. Now I'm going <laughs> to complain about it. These were, I mean, if she looked down, her chin would hit them. And they nice. were, I'm, and actually, at a certain point of the evening, I'm looking, going, "That's working." There's something about this. Is like her tiny, her waist looks like it, like it's twelve inches around now. But it was porn, and she was, you know, her husband's kind of a classier individual. This was a little too far. But you can, you know, look. You're gonna wander around with these giant boobs. I get it. You don't want an ugly dude like me. You want like Eric Bryan from Precision. He's a handsome man. He's got a big mouth. I love talking with him. Just would, Whoa, check these out. And chicks would be like,
2: oh, God, Eric, shut up.
3: i do it. I'm <laughs> like, pervert, calling HR, and we don't even work together. i get called into HR meetings at places I don't work. What? What? Hi, my name's Steve. I work for Human Resources here. What? what? I don't work here. We here at LGE I'm not liking the way you're looking at a few of our employees. I'm like, what are you talking about? I work. I work a-. We could see in the window watching them come in. Oh. It's just weird. So, I don't know. Ladies, if you're going to enhance the project, you're going to – it's like going to my house right now. I've got that new third – I've got that brand-new front patio, which I absolutely love. If no one notices it, I'm a little you're obsessed. Pissed. I'm a little bit like, oh, come on. There's a lot of cool stuff out here that's – and most – luckily, so far, everybody's like, oh, it looks amazing because it is different. But if no one – if everybody walked by and go, oh, I didn't even see it, and be like, ah, I feel like a waste. That's the same with cans. Spend that kind of money on your exterior. You want people to like or see or notice. It makes you get to the whole point is confidence.
2: I wanted to look better in clothes.
3: Okay. You gotta get all new clothes. You're not gonna get your old clothes over those things. But there's I'm, another you, thing too. These yeah, that's the these are huge. I mean. Got a picture? No. No somebody just sent me a picture of janice from the muppet show and said the muppet show predicted what most women would look like in 2024 back in 1975 no massive lips eyelashes and the eyelash thing's another thing i'm gonna start saying stuff about eyelashes not to mexican girls because i think they'll, stab, well, they'll me.
5: stab you in the neck <laughs> we all have the same thoughts
3: yep. <laughs> but maybe these girls who have these jo- what is with the giant fans on your face they look ridiculous no man's into that. By the way, nobody... takes forever to do. Oh, no woman does that for the attention of men. That is all about each other. No guy has ever looked at a woman and goes, I'd have dated her, too, if she had better eyelashes. We do not care about your eyelashes, thin, thick, or otherwise. If they're nice, we might notice. It is not at all a deal-breaker to one dude in the world. That is all about competing with women, other women.
4: If you blink fast enough, do your feet
3: come off the ground? (laughs) Yeah, like a hummingbird lands on it. Oh, it is. That eyelash thing is all about each other. Have you ever even, like, I think Matthias got nice eyelashes, right? She's got good ones. But if they're not out past her face, no. I mean, and I'm okay with, with fake eyelashes. Me but too. Like, but
5: when you, the when banana stuff, yeah. But when yeah. you got like Jurassic Park swinging off your
3: eyelids, yeah, you Matthias got out, good yeah. ones. I don't know. If Ronnie's got. I've never noticed, but I know Matthias. She's done them in mm-hmm. the past. Yeah, um, and, and it looks do nice. When you put on, you know, reasonable. The ones I'm talking about are they flip up past your eyebrows, and they're, they're batting To be noticed, goes, oh, it's oh, right, like, it's like, yeah. comfortable. They're crazy.
1: But again, it's like a ceiling the cowboy boots with up. the
5: extra
3: curl on it. <laughs> it it's the Mexican
5: yeah. cowboy boots. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's <laughs> a good call. Yeah, it is. But the
3: lip thing, well, we got to start saying something. Why are we so afraid of them? Because they'll get. Because the, I'll tell you exactly why. They always go after the money. Even wives, it doesn't. They always the first thing they attack is like they're going to take your job away if you say the wrong thing. It's scary. I tell a dude, hey, you shouldn't have gotten the lip injections and knock it off with the eyelashes. <laughs> He'd be like, What? I'm like everybody's laughing at you. You look like a moron. Get John Jay on the phone. Right, exactly. John Jay. We talk about, we don't even know the guy like John Jay looks ridiculous. His face is absurd. And here's the thing, I'm not a friend of his. I was talking to people at a party this weekend who used to work with him. I was like, I don't know what he's done. It's like he's just frozen in time now. And I'm like, Yeah, somebody should say something. <laughs> I've done Botox on my forehead. I like it. But I was ugly to start with. I'm not doing it to look better. I'm doing it to see what it does. I actually kind of enjoy it. I can't move my eyebrows anymore, and it's hilarious. It's taken some wrinkles out, it, and it's moved them up here. It's even better. I got new lumps. but yeah, it's, it's a, I have no wrinkles on my forehead anymore, which is great. I'll let you know if you go too if far I go and will turn far, into a caveman lawyer. Time. Here's the thing, though. If I, I, I'm, not if I go too man. far, I will be happy. <laughs> the only thing keeping me from going too far is everybody telling me that, that it will make them sad. Family you do for a joke, no, though? exactly. Yeah, I, my face is already no good. Why not paint it funny? But no, I got other people to think about somehow. You think you
2: look like a crazy person. My
3: family, my parents, it's my or,
2: face tattoo.
3: Exactly. Leave me alone. I, I don't want to get a tattoo. I do think that's stupid, and that's every day. Botox goes away after a few months. Tattoos forever. But yeah, if you notice, like
2: you're overdoing it.
3: <laughs> like I know it would be hilarious. Thanks for noticing. Okay, if I was a girl, I'd get clown cans. With this face, I would get clown cans just to <laughs> take away from this mess. <laughs> you don't want to see this? I get emails from two people from last uh, Wednesday, or was it Wednesday and a half ago? Was event at the Homburg Bouncing thing over at Four Peaks? Both of these emails, unrelated to each other, started with "Boy, you're right. You are ugly." I'm like, I know. <laughs> no, no need for that. <laughs> No, no need for that, Louise. But yeah, I I, I laughed because I'm like, there's no denying it. I look in the mirror every day and just go, Poof. This is going to be a tough one. I wish I had clown cancer. People didn't look. But yeah, the face, the lips, the eyelashes that are too far. And again, I'm with Brett. Sometimes it, the, the fake eyelashes look pretty. Yeah. But I'm talking, you know which ones I'm talking about. Yeah, you got a pterodactyl. Like You got to scoot around her face. There. You got to kind of move, uh, orbit her if they're sticking out past things, her nose. If they go past your nose, you got too much eyebrows on, or eyelashes. But again, no dude's ever looked at eyelashes and gone, man, other than her eyelashes, that chick's ugly, but I can't get enough of those. It doesn't do anything for you.
2: I have real thin eyelashes. No
3: one notices. You're making something out of nothing here, sister. I may have sometime in my life. Dated, slept with, been attracted to a woman with no eyelashes at all. I don't know. I can't tell you the eyelash situation of any women I've ever been with. Ever. 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 I'm trying to think maybe, yeah, there could be a couple of girls who had eyelash alopecia. I don't know.
4: Don't care. What about uh, racing stripes for eyebrows?
3: What do you mean? Oh, the painted on the crazies. Yeah, Yeah, we need to tell people that too. Yeah, ladies, it's getting crazy.
4: I know that's tough for some because, uh, like, the eyebrows don't come in. It's almost like the alopecia kicks in, so they gotta (laughs) gotta, gotta have to them in.
3: in. (laughs) Yeah, I don't get it. Being a woman's got to be horribly difficult because you just. I know if I was a woman, this face would be going through a lot of stuff. I'd have. I would have an Earl Scheib job every morning to cover this thing up. Just get
5: clown cans. We'll be fine.
3: And then clown cans would show up to go, i got to detract from this face. I, for sure. In a year, you'd be unbotched. Oh, wow. it wouldn't even be a year. I mean, the first six months, would be like, hey, I, I gonna, don't
4: think we can help. Dr.
3: Dubrow, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> 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 These are all over the place. I thought adding a third one was a good idea. This nose job. My my nose would just be cut down to Michael Jackson size. But yeah. But as a man, it's like, all right, that's silly. But, eh. Dudes are cooler. If Joseph showed up with a piece of deal that was noticeable and it stayed hard for three days the first week after surgery, all of us would be like, dude, could you put your boner away? What did you do? You His the doctor surgery. wouldn't
4: have a day off for three years. No.
3: Nope. <laughs> you had the surgery, did Does it work? <laughs> yeah, it does. And we'd be, Who's your doctor? We'd be in bathrooms going, yeah, you got to see like the." We'd be showing it off like we just got a new thing for a car. Yeah, you hit this and it turns into that. And look, at it's like a pipe cleaner. It's pretty awesome. I think I want one of those. You seen Joseph's new dick? It's amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna get one. What's that cost, Joseph? What is that? Fifteen, twenty? Yeah. 20 ah, it's been twenty-two on mine. You get it for about seventeen. She's got okay. payment
4: plans? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah guys,
3: we running about three percent on that. I'm like that ah. seems really good. But anyway. You know,
5: if I if that was me and I spent twenty grand on my crank, I'd be walking around swinging around like a pocket watch oh back God. in
4: the thirties. You know, just <laughs> zoot suit, yeah, <laughs> like walking around the hall out.
5: and stuff. And, it,
4: and maybe that's what happens. Like that's what that dude <laughs> yeah. did. You know, and the airlines where he just couldn't help but whipping it. Yeah,
3: out. well, that's those dudes are proud of it. Yeah, you're right. Like I'd have a Fitbit oh, put yeah. in it. I'd have accessories if yeah. I'm going to go to that level. If I had the Peter North put in, I'm oh, man, no, I've got I'm a watch on it. It's got GPS. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we are not allowed to say anything to the ladies, but this I'm telling you man, twice in the last week, one was one was an accidental bump bump into like, oh my God, it ain't normal to just act like that happened. woman's in her thirties. you don't just go through that stage, you know I remember when uh, Christy Greenway came back from freshman year into sophomore year. Whew. The swan. It was. And she wasn't an ugly duckling to start with. In ninth grade, she was the prettiest girl in the world. In 10th grade, she was just, she just showed up with massive cans and they were remarkable. I still can remember where I was when I came around the corner on the first, probably second day of school at Dobson High School and we had been at Rhodes together. And here's the other thing. Here's, here's when I started to realize I might be ugly. I could talk to Christy in junior high. You know?
2: Eh. Hi, Christy. Hey, John. What's up?
3: I come around the corner in high school. Those new cans and that beautiful hair. And she looks at me and I was like, hey, Christy. Nothing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm going to get ignored by the pretty popular girls now. I
4: see how it works.
3: I don't blame them. To
4: the next level, Papa.
3: <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> and she was right. And we never spoke all through high school. Eighth grade, we're at a dance together, hanging out. I'm like, this is the greatest day of my life. This is, it's never going to get better than this. She took my knit tie off and wrapped it around my neck and started to dance. She told me I was cute. I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with her eyes. But back in eighth grade, I kind of was. I hadn't, my head didn't balloon up into this weird thing it is now.
4: Lori <laughs> Eric was the girl was that, uh, from yeah. ninth. Then you go to tenth grade. Holy uh, cow. And you're talking with her. Fine. Then, up oh, there she goes. <laughs> 25th anniversary Trans Am, new boyfriend. Exactly. Christy had oh, some dude that yeah. was going to U of A. It's like she's Congratulations.
3: Dating, a guy, dating a guy at U of A. And then the worst part is our junior year, she looked even better, and she started dating a kid a year younger. Like, oh, oh really? It isn't about the car and the age. It's about handsome people. His name was Greg Nichols, and I liked Greg a lot. He was really nice. He started dating Christy, and he stopped talking to me. There was a whole lot of me falling off of people's radar. <laughs> high school was just me disappearing from people's radar all the way through. It's usually
5: the hot chicks in high school that, that like, got Wooderson from uh, Days to Confuse showing up, you know. Right. <laughs> Standing outside leaning yep. on their
3: awesome car. Having a
5: smoke on their Chevelle and everything yeah. else.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Baby, come on. I got to get out of here. I'm not allowed to be at the school. I get older, they stay the same age. Yeah, it's uh,
4: the McConaughey and Days to
3: Confuse. They're everywhere. It's a... Uh, I don't know, just the, the way the world works. But when you're in your 30s and you have that freshman to sophomore development, somebody's got to say something. I admire it. My friend uh, Joe was—he went at our Steeler games. Joe looked down at Megan. This is a couple years ago. Megan in a pair of jeans, and he goes, "You had the Mexican girl butt surgery." <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> you had Mexican girl butt surgery? No, I didn't. It's like you did too. I can tell.
2: No, I didn't. I just maybe gained a couple of pounds, and these pants are showing it.
3: All right, you got Mexican girl butt. And I'm like, she's actually got a bubble back there. She so just kind of doesn't really show it off at Steeler Games because of you. <laughs> that's a Mexican girl Joe. butt surgery. I'm convinced of it. <laughs> Joe's like, all right, I'm going to keep my eyes on that. Like, all right, well, uh, That's flattering. Let me get some measurements. Yeah, we're going to keep an eye on these things.
2: <laughs> I could work out. Joe thinks I've got a Mexican girl's butt. Well, in those jeans.
3: It was pretty great, though. But yeah, you gotta start saying something. So, ladies, will you just can you do us a favor when you get the new implants and you're walking around with clown cans? Walk in the first day and go. Stop making it a secret. You weren't on vacation. You didn't go. You didn't go to you know Turks and Caicos. You weren't. You were. You were in a hospital bed for four days and laid in your own bed for four more. And then you showed up at work. A booby moon. Yeah. You just say I went and got, obviously I wasn't on vacation. Just stop it. Stop acting like it just happened and we're not supposed to say anything. Lip ladies, when you get your lips done, hey everybody Yeah, it's obvious. Sit down. We won't talk to you about it. Any baby. Okay. But don't add red lipstick to the giant new lips either. Keep them under wraps for a couple of. weeks. the swelling goes. We well, like you get stung by a bee. I mean, you can do whatever you want with your vacation. It's your vacation. If You got cans. You got cans. Yeah, but don't it's come back. Like you were playing hooky from work. Or don't something. come back. in then when I'm like, so how was Turks and Caicos? Oh, the beaches were incredible. Don't start acting like you were really there. Yeah,
2: I wasn't in Turks and Caicos.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought maybe the. Uh, Air travel major can swell up ridiculously large.
2: You noticed?
3: Noticed. We've got new doors put in. Something's different.
2: I can't reach my left hand. Hey, I have to put deodorant on with a friend.
3: Silly. So, I'm in that dilemma. I'm probably going to run into that person again. Out of nowhere, these things showed up. So, what'd you get for Christmas?
2: Mm-hmm. Floor mats. And nothing else, really. Come
3: on. Do I have to punch one? Let's see what you're doing. You got heavy bags in your shirt. Uh, and, dudes, uh, we need to come up with that, too. We need to have that surgery, but we're afraid of them. If a woman came out and said, Hey, great big dick, looking good, we'd be like, Awesome. Thank you. Even the ugly ones telling us that's good. Old, young, doesn't matter. We just, we just appreciate you noticing. You shouldn't have done the peck surgery, man. Yeah, they're a little large. But you know what's weird? If you say, like, hey, you changed your hair, a woman's like, oh,
2: my God, thank you for noticing. My husband hasn't even noticed.
3: I'm like, well, I'm bald. I notice hair changes.
2: (laughs) But if I said, hey, you changed your chest. You're a dick. What are you looking at me like that for? I just wanted someone to notice.
3: Goes right out the window. You threw him out there, sister, when an ugly guy says you look nice. It is hard to be ugly.
4: That dress makes your chest look nice.
3: <laughs> Wouldn't it be great to just swap out for a day? Like one day you get to be like the most handsome man ever and see see the difference in how you're treated. Because I know it's different. You mean know, like walking
5: around like like Brad
3: Pitt? Or yeah, you just, you, and you're you not famous. You're just, you just look oh, okay. like that. And you walk into a room and handsome guys are like, I don't understand what he's talking about. You've had it easy. You don't know. That, that's why our okay. lives. It's Joseph just, walks around the halls like that. He knows. He and, and Joseph's with... a great looking guy. And my life is a series of high hurdles. Every and I, and I. That's why this show makes so much sense. Why I have it. I have to get this out. <laughs> All the things I want to say, but I can't because I'll get fired immediately. I do. I do for a living, which is ironic. I can't wander around life saying the things that pop into my head. I'm ugly, but if I was good looking, I think you'd be like, hey. I bet you Joseph could get away with it. I noticed the, uh, the work. Joseph Likey. and then he just walks <laughs> back.
2: I got the thumbs up. I got the thumbs up from handsome Joseph.
3: Remember, sexy Jesus, the intern. Yeah, The ladies all acted like like man, we don't care about something young. And they they dolled it up around sexy Jesus.
4: The day he left, it was like.
3: Has he died.
4: Sexy Jesus gone? Yeah, I think so. I haven't seen him in a while. Oh, I, maybe I know. he'll
3: just come back in three days. Who knows? Sexy Jesus was, ladies acted different. And they were frustrated. Lane, who does her job, she shows up, puts her nose on the grindstone and gets to work, was tired of the way people were acting around Sexy Jesus. It it would just be great to be super handsome for a day.
5: It's not happening in this building. Other than Joseph and Sexy Jesus. No,
3: there isn't a lot to look at. No. There's a couple of dudes who try. (laughs) but Both of them look pregnant. So... Anyway, what are you going to do? Ladies, I'm going to start saying something. What do I care? I can't wait to be retired. I think that's the reason I want to retire. I don't have HR breathing down my neck? If I see somebody, hey, you got great big new gigantic cans put in.
2: You're an asshole.
3: Nah, what are you going to do? Fire me?
2: Your friend's a dick.
3: Oh, good. Less playdates with him. I don't have you to deal (laughs) with anymore. Even though you put in clown cans, you won't talk about them. Just admit it. You got huge new boobs, and admit it to us, ugly guys. We'll leave you alone. And ugly guys, we have to be smarter and not get all drooly and weird about it. If they say thank you, move on. That's the last we talk about it. Let's get a wake up song for all those great big new cans that are floating around out there. And nobody's talking about it. Five eight five nine eight hundred. A good one. We'll scream it.
1: It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up, Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: Uh-oh. 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 you thought that was funny you were laughing like a hyena when he said it what the hell is wrong with you
1: U-K-U-P-D.
3: all right thank you mike and the molotovs and off we go got a guy who emailed me he says uh my childhood friend grew up to be really hot she's got an only page now doing pretty well volunteered to be in a commercial at her day job, so it's safe to say she's not bad looking. She told me earlier this month that for her 30th birthday, she's getting new cans. She's already got really good ones. And let's just say I've seen them up close and personal. I tried to tell her how good they were, but you know that doesn't matter. She's not having it. So I'm pretty excited to see how it all turns out. She's going to look awesome. That's true. But one thing guys have got to get out of their heads, that a woman does anything for men. There is not one, I I even told him this, there's not one stable woman in the world Who says I got new cans put in because my husband absolutely loves, and I did it for him? They do it because they're constantly in competition with each other. They want to feel comfortable in a gaggle of hens that they're not way behind or something's wrong with them. They do it for confidence with each other. There's not a whole lot wrong with that, but that's why they do it. You look at what they look at and what we look at; it's the same thing. All I was reading about TMZ. You know how the babes in bikinis. Who would you rather? Who wore it better? More women click on the pictures of hot girls on TMZ than they do the dudes with abs. Because no guys click on the, you know, guys with their shirts off, super abs. We don't click on that one. But we'll do the thing with like metallic bikini day. And it's like every OnlyFans or half the girls you don't even know. But women are clicking on that too. Cosmo, pictures of chicks. And all through time, all the magazines, everything targeted towards women were other women. What did men look at? Maxim, Playboy. If you had a Cosmo laying around, we'd figure... We looked at pictures of women, too. We found a way to tug, even if it was Cosmo. (laughs) We we would find (laughs) it. But they're looking at women, and we're looking at women. They're in constant competition with each other. That's why cans... Cans aren't for us. Cans aren't to draw more dudes to the party. You know how easy it is for a woman to bring a guy... They don't need cans. Just hang around. I forget who the comedian was. It was Seinfeld years ago, and he's like, that's why it frustrates men when we see women... Like reading an article that says, where how to find men, where are they? We're everywhere, and we're just waiting for you to lighten up. How to find a man. That's easy if you really want one, but it's how to find the one you want. How to find the one that the other women will be like, that's a good one. It's just how they're built. It's nature. It's, they're in competition with each other for breeding purposes, if you really want to get down to it. I was watching an old Cheers last night, the Shelley Long years. It was season two or three. She's Taylor Swift. Shelley Long has bangs, and I looked, at and I said, oh, my God, that's Taylor Swift. Yeah, that makes the same exact haircut, hair, like the kind of triangulated face. She's cute, again, just the same. But Shelly Long would You're- never be a billionaire in how she looks. It's crazy. Like, Shelley Long was cute. Meh. Taylor Swift and Shelly Long are the same. I even looked online last night. There's a couple of like season, I think it's season three. She has bangs and her hair's a little bit like longer. It's 80s version, but it's the same thing. When she started to laugh, I'm like, oh my God, it's the same face. They could be related. Oh yeah. I see that. But nobody was doing backflips over Shelley Long back in the day. I I very rarely, I don't care for Colin Cowherd. The Herd. He's smug. He bothers me. But he was on yesterday on uh, FS1. I had it on. And I don't like his show. And for some reason, I just watched because he said he's going to tell America what the problem they have with Taylor Swift really is. And it was excellent work on his part. Hooked you. Hooked you. I was hooked. And if it was a phone-in show, I'd have been phoning in. He missed the mark so bad. He basically said, she's been on for 25 seconds. That was it. The whole game, they showed her for 25 seconds. And yet, to us fans, it feels like forever. And he goes, but you see Eminem at the game, at the Lions game, and nobody says anything. Jack Nicholson for years, courtside, Lakers, everybody loved it. Uh, went on and on about, Brian you know, Channing, Will Ferrell. He didn't Channing. go on that one. He yeah. had a point. Will Ferrell, all these other things, all these people that are, you know. And yet you're intimidated because a successful woman is getting attention at the game. And he said, and you know why? Because she's one of those beautiful, successful women that lonely guys never had a chance with. And he went on and just kind of bashed men for saying that Taylor Swift has kind of hijacked the football narrative. And he, but he was making it so it's like if, you, if you're if you bothered by it, you're a lonely guy who can't get laid. And you're a problem because she's a successful, awesome woman who was never hardly on. And tried to compare it to Jack Nicholson and Eminem and Matthew McConaughey at Texas Games. He goes, you never have a problem with that. And I'm like, and I wanted to scream at him. You know why? They're actually f- Fans of what they're cheering for. Yeah. They didn't show up eight weeks ago, and I would be. I've always a,
4: followed Kansas yeah, City.
3: Yeah, what the hell? I've seen Jack Nicholson before he got sick go to Laker games when the Lakers were bad. Like, the dude is. Sports fans are mad at Taylor Swift because she commandeered football and she didn't know what it was in September. Yep. She didn't know at all what it was in September. She's $331 million of revenue has been generated through the Taylor Swift effect on the NFL, and the NFL felt it, that means it doesn't matter what you think. If she's pulling in that kind of dough, they're going to ride this pony until it's dry.
4: But that's Even why Giselle people are Bunchen mad. did didn't do the, had the factor. She was a little bit, but it wasn't but like you know why? they didn't focus on her over the years. Giselle Bunchen showed up after
3: she was Tom Brady's wife.
4: Yeah. Just and so, so happy they had, had a, a famous support. wife. Yep.
3: And that's different. Like, oh, okay, yeah, we get it girlfriends we're fine with that jake browning's girlfriend showed up she was hot as sin wearing that outfit in the brain well look at that but we know she's not long term but he started to talk about how it's you you're a loser if you think taylor swift is a problem i don't think she's a problem but i do think we're being sold something i and it proof in the fact that the first thing that came out about her was that 331 million dollars in revenue we're being sold a non-fan as a super fan, and the and I feel bad. It is
4: funny the impact. It's annoying. I had a friend yesterday just say, you know what, I'm I'm over the Chiefs thing this year. It's As called of Hurst. Yeah, it's it's over. We're
3: being sold. We don't like feel. You go to a car dealership and you feel sold, you'll leave. You have to go. So like that's the one the one thing I always talk about with the Larry H Miller and surprise one thing that they want to push. Hey, we're a laid back operation. We're not coming at you a selling. We know how people hate that. That's why, oh, I wanted to punch Colin Coward. And then I realized Colin Coward is what we used to call at Tony Roma, a girl holder. We all know a girl holder. A girl holder is the guy that you're with or around who, when you're in a fight with your girlfriend, you usually see him with her while she's crying with his arm around her, making sure she's all right. And then he's the one that comes over and goes, dude, she's really upset. Take it easy. He's that douchebag that befriends, the, he's a sad girl hunter. They find the girl that's kind of a little upset and they become their friends. And he's, he's the real loser that couldn't get laid. He's the friend of girl. He's the non-bro. Won't back you up. Brett's in a fight with Mathiah and I'm like, oh, that's rough. And then the next thing Brett sees is me going, hey, Mathiah, everything's going to be all right. Oh, yeah. You're a girl holder. Smacking in the mouth. You're the worst guy alive that goes to your friend's girlfriend. To make sure she's okay. There's a border around that. You stay out of it as a guy for sure. No one. You just don't want to get in the middle of it. Nothing worse than when when a friend's girlfriend calls you.
2: What's going on?
3: Like, I'm staying out of it. Girl holders are like, look, you just need to take a breath. Do you need to meet me for coffee or something? They don't necessarily want to have sex with them. They very rarely close. Colin Coward is a girl holder. He stood up for Taylor Swift instead of the hard, you know, good times, bad times, super fans of the Kansas City Chiefs who are looking back going, she's not real. This isn't a real thing. She's taken dick from a chief. She'll be gone when they break up and she starts dating a 49er. 49ers uh, guy Christian McCaffrey is married to a beautiful Olivia Culpo. And Brady reminded me the other day she dated Julian Edelman a few years ago, was decked out in all of his outfits. Yep. She was a Patriot fan while she took that dick. She's a 49ers fan now, but she's committed to it because she married Christian McCaffrey. That's why people are mad at Taylor Swift, not because she's a successful woman. You bring up Diane Cannon, no one's ever been mad about Diane Cannon getting screen time. No one remembers who she is anymore, right? But no one gets mad at Diane Cannon being a Lakers in fan. In the '90s, that was she's where a shit. Oh, and- she was right there. You yeah. know, and in the Diane Cannon was a beautiful six foot tall blonde woman who you admired as a true Blue Laker fan, live and die, good times and bad. What people are bothered by with Taylor Swift is the sell job that this all-of-a-sudden Kansas City Chiefs fan feels exactly what we feel as a fan and her cheers and her sadness. She doesn't have anything. It's a shallow, miserable push. That's why fans are mad. Oh, I wanted to punch that girl holder, Colin Coward. and you Never trust Colin Coward around your chick. Because he'll side with her immediately. You were a little bit. You know, a woman needs to be shut up. It's because you're threatened by her success. No, it's isn't. She's being a bitch. (laughs) I'm happy for I can't stop women's success. Go get them. Win it all. Go get everything. Don't sell me that she's just like a regular fan. She's not. She absolutely isn't. She's the same thing as the girl that switches teams with whoever she's dating. She's got no real allegiance to that team. She's got a dick she's currently interested in. If you'd have quizzed her in August of last year, you know who's a quarterback for the Chiefs. She'd probably say, "What's the Chiefs?" Now she's the biggest fan in the world, and we're being told we're. If you're intimidated, it's because she's successful. No, because I'm being sold this average broad as the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'll take Eminem all day. That dude is a Lions fan. No wonder his raps were so angry. I'd rather grow up on 8 Mile and not be a Lions fan because why add misery to that?
4: You can't see too many pictures of him because you're always flying the bird. and He's, so he's flipping people off. He's got. His, he's mad. He's a Lions fan. I, I've
3: been a Cubs fan. I get it. Obama. Colin Coward, you prick. Obama, when he tried to play different sides of it. I'm a Sox fan, but he's throwing up first pitches at, at Wrigley Field and got booed. Because As he, he should. just went out there and said, this is a place for the beautiful people and they're not real fans. Then he had the nerve to go out there with a Cubs hat on. I Give him credit. He unzipped his shirt and there was a Sox jersey underneath. He, he kind of stayed true to it. And they booed him because he knows what a fan would do. But they still looked at a guy in Chicago who they loved and said, by the way, f- you for playing fan. You're not. You don't pretend to be a fan, you garner less respect that way. So Colin Coward, you're a girl holder. And every, the dude at Tony Roma's name was Brad. You couldn't trust Brad. If you if he found out you and your girlfriend were in an argument, There would it, a minute Here would comes go comfort by. Comfort station. Comfort Brad would come over and he'd be talking to her. Are you okay? Are you okay? Is it your business, Brad? Well, you know what? It's my business anytime a woman is crying.
4: Is that right? You're a <laughs> Girl holder, because the minute she she turn around and says, "You know what? I want to go out with you."
3: That's what okay. happens. So here's the thing at Tony Romas, and this is what you got to be careful of. Coward's not one of them. Coward's a girl holder. We we know a few people. Brett and I, especially, oh, yeah. you're in on it, but maybe less so. We know a girl holder, mm-hmm. big time,
6: big time.
3: <laughs> Most girl holders can't close. They stay girl holders. Right. Brad at Tony Romas was a girl holder slash closer. Not only did you have to worry that he found out you're in an argument with your girlfriend, you had to worry that he had the moves inside that girl holder circle. He used girl holder as a, a launching officer. He took care of them. And he would drive them home and stuff. We'd be at parties, like get, you know, and inevitably. And I remember James Pierman was in an argument with some girl he was currently boning. And and in this particular case, Brad the girl holder was right. Get out of this. This dude's insane. But she's crying and stuff, and the next thing you know, there's the girl holder walking her to her car. Girl holder. Oh the worst. I've been uh in that situation one time. Clubber was a girl holder. He was a girl holder. Oh yeah. I hate the girl guys holder. Guys
4: had girlfriends and he would be hanging out. Let's go play tennis. Let's He'd play.
3: hang out with your girlfriends yeah. and then find out if they're okay.
4: Oh, he's no threat. Uh, right. And you almost understand. And, and beyond
3: that, was Clubber a closer too? No. Yeah, he's a girl holder. He's the perennial gray. He's always there to m- mess up your relationship. He was a man-girlfriend. Oh, but you looked at that hold. and
4: saying, not necessarily his closer. At least he kept it on the, uh, like there's, you know, the girl holder. You can say, oh, you know what? I don't see him a threat.
3: Most of the time they're not threats. But sometimes girl holders are closers. Yeah, And Colin Coward's not one. But I, that made me so upset because as a guy who talks sports all day, I felt like now he's in on the whole seller to me thing, and she's just not like there should be somebody, but everybody's afraid that if they offend, it's because they're misogynist and whatever. It's not because you're misogynist. You sell me somebody who's all the like politicians when they go out and they're playing fan. Like you know, if if Carrie Lake shows up at a Suns game and start I haven't seen you at a Suns game ever. You're doing this for your own benefit. You're doing this for. I see through it. We don't like being sold. I don't like when politicians pop on the hats. You know, It just, it's gross. It's weird. Celebrities that show. I don't even like when a friend goes to like a Diamondbacks game and he's not a fan of the team and he got a hat on. I'm like, get that. and Knock it off. What do you do? You don't know what's going on. It's like people in this business, too. Walking around with their D-backs jerseys Exactly. On. Yeah. Glomming on mm-hmm. to whatever they think people are going to. You're selling. Taylor Swift is a sell job, and the general public, at least football fans, are kind of like, no, we don't take to this.
5: One of the comments, best comments here, Taylor Swift is a football fan, just like Bruce Springsteen's a normal guy, just like
3: me. Exactly. The old Bruce Springsteen argument. He throws the jean jacket on and the torn pants. Starts talking to you about auto mechanics and parts and living in Jersey. He lives in, a. he just sold everything for $400 million. He's nothing
4: like you, but that's the sell job. You're not working on your new Ferrari, Maybe at pal. first. That might be a little heavy. Taylor Swift is all in on this thing. He's got a custom-made Kansas City <laughs> right. jacket By who? that no one could afford yeah. the just no majority. majority. Justin Yusek's
3: <laughs> uh, wife made that, her girlfriend. She's She's getting a deal because she made that coat for Taylor Swift. Oh, it's, uh, now it's she can't gross. make enough of them. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I don't blame Taylor Swift. I blame everybody going hysterical about it. She understands. Like if I was her, I'd be taking all this too. Because if it made three hundred thirty-one million for the NFL, her appearance had that kind of you know you know immediate reach. That's an incredible number.
2: And the NFL, know, she saw
3: a ton of that too. So you know she gets some boost out of this as well.
4: The other side of it too is that's uh, you know sometimes a fan is created that way. They uh, know someone, and all of a sudden they start hanging out with them, and they go to a game. Wow, this is
3: fun. But you don't get attention for it. No. The first day. And that's when everybody's like, stop showing her. 25 seconds, okay, fine. Stop showing her at all. Don't want to hear it. Because she hasn't bled with us. You know, it's like a soldier that shows up after the war. And says I was right there with you guys, like you weren't. It's stolen valor. You, you've you've swiped it. Colin
4: Coward. I don't think we ever awesome. saw uh, Shailene Woodley during the Aaron Rodgers run. <laughs> well, she actress. wasn't. She wasn't Danica. There. A little bit, but not. Yeah, uh, a little. Yeah, but that was kind of <laughs> like, what's he doing with Danica Patrick? That's a dude, isn't it? <laughs> but I was trying to compare, like, what other celebrity? Yeah, doesn't get this they, kind of push. But Tony again, Roma, Jessica Simpson, that was pretty big. Yeah,
3: that got kind of big and a little annoying. And Cowboy fans got mad because on their off week, because they were a number one, so number two seed that year, had a week off for the playoffs, and instead of focusing, he's off the- in Mexico with Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Is like, ah, Yoko's going to ruin the team. What'd they do? Came back and lost the playoffs game. So they had it right. Colin Coward is a girl holder. And if you know a girl holder, that's another thing. Instead of saying about fake cans, you start pointing out girl holders. Do, do, uh, nothing, uh, nothing would intimidate Colin Coward more than a guy going up going, you're a girl holder, and if I even see you looking at my wife with those, oh, he's just not—he's not treating her like a female. I'm going to punch you in the mouth. You're not Captain Save a Ho here for every girl that's been upset by her husband. You're a girl holder. He's the worst. Coward would say this guy says coward would side with a bitch every chance he gets. He calls himself a social liberal all the time when it comes to finances, family values, and morals. But he's as conservative as it gets. He's an amazing at reading the room. This he is really good at at baiting. Because it I, I ate I ate it up and I felt bad. I was like, oh, you son of a bitch! If this is just a ploy to get all of us fans mad, which in a way my brain knows how this works is that he's talking to hardcore football fans and saying, you guys can't get laid. And that's because he knows there's a massive audience out there that doesn't like the Taylor Swift effect. The NFL fan just got told, by the way, I know you guys all hate it, but it just made us over a quarter of a billion dollars in four months. We're sticking with the plan. You're going to be hearing a lot about her. The overexposure, the sell. And and in the end, it doesn't matter. it's good press oh it's great it's oh they, well again 331 million dollars from people who like me who are like what is the deal with taylor swift so i've looked i've listened to her songs maybe i'm missing something like i am not missing anything it's, it's go nothing good. To,
7: go back to may remember when she was in the talk for the super bowl halftime show this year yeah. imagine if that was oh going my on god and they made it
3: yeah oh my god it'd be brutal This guy says, I get it, John. I'm not a sports fan, but I don't care about the Taylor Swift thing at all, other than the fact that I hate her. However, I can compare it to something you may be able to relate to, Uh, a long-life Jeep guy. I've been a Bronco enthusiast all my life. It explains why I hate the new Bronco owners. Yeah. Long-life? Okay. So this is a real thing, and motorcycle guys have it, too. Jeep guys have a thing about Jeeps. We wave to each other. It's called the Jeep wave. It's weird. We get it. You wouldn't understand. You don't get it. When Bronco dude wails by and throws the two fingers, I I get road rage. It doesn't make any sense. What's up? I got one, too. You do not. When people used to say, and I've been a Jeep guy since I was a teenager. It's weird. I'll never forget the rise of the Suzuki Samurai, the Taylor Swift of vehicles. Average cute. I, I got it. I looked at him like, that's kind of an adorable thing. I don't know what that is, but it's not that great a deal. And then deep down inside of it, garbage. Suzuki Samurai owners would say, oh, we can take my Jeep, and you'd go outside and see a Samurai. Steve Hartman had a pink and blue Suzuki Samurai. And I remember him saying, I'll pick you up. Uh, and I'm like, okay. I, I just it's a, have, it's like a, OP
7: on the side He said it? it's a
3: gray Jeep. I'm like okay, and I stood outside this building and watched a samurai go by. and he, Big fat Steve Hartman's in it, and I'm like, "That's not a jeep, you pile of I'm Not getting in that." And I got in my car. so said, "We'll take a jeep today." What are you talking about? I'm like, get in here. That's a Suzuki samurai. By the way, you weigh 270 pounds. You look like an idiot in that thing. <laughs> yeah, he, it, it is a weird loyalty thing. Motorcycle guys. If a dude in a mm-hmm. in a rice rocket gives you a wave on the Harley. You, you flip him off. Yeah. His finger went up automatically like it was a reflex.
4: <laughs> you don't like... I don't know, the motorcycle it seems a little more universal usually the, But when you get a there's a usually you don't wave sometimes. to the rice guys. Yeah. Yeah. cuz yeah. they don't do the you. same.
3: Yeah. Well, gaggle of Harleys goes by. And, oh, there's a wave. And oh yeah. dude on, yeah, dude on a Honda goes by. He might get away with it. Most of the Harley guys look at each other going. <laughs> you guys yeah, there's, there's an class. attitude with it. There's a there's a fandom. And a loyalty that says he's not one of us. It's the reason why at my Steeler parties, if you drag somebody over there, and they want to stand there and act like they don't know what's going on, and they don't wear the jersey, they're leaving. You're not even you're you're either dressing the part and shutting your mouth. The one girl got kicked out for saying, "I
2: don't care about this. I know more about football than you guys." Okay, go home. I didn't even ask to be here.
3: Go home. I'll call you an Uber. You're out. We don't need you pretending. That you know more than everybody else and talking about some other team. That's not why this whole situation was put together. Get out. This is a club. <laughs> it's a club. A clan, if you will. But let's not go too far. <laughs> but, yeah, the Taylor Swiftman, watching Colin Coward. And then I felt so stupid because I do this for a living. And very rarely do I like to try to end – because we don't take calls and stuff. But like I, don't, I like to – I like to tap the beehive and then giggle about it after. I don't tap it and go, all right, wait for the response. Usually it's pretty authentic how I'm thinking. And then once I tell you that, then I'll start hitting the people that are mad because I don't care. Oh, but what Colin Coward's <laughs> doing is trying to get people to react. And he's talking to his direct audience that he knows is kind of oh, like the Taylor Swift thing's annoying. And, yes, and then he breaks it down and says 25 seconds. But if you'd have told me Taylor Swift was only on 25 seconds of that game, the anticipation of every Travis Kelsey catch going to her box weighed on me. Going to her box? You know what I mean. Oh. More than, more than, boy, that would have been a different show, right?
4: Yeah. <laughs> 25
3: I would, seconds? I wouldn't have been complaining. Yes, 25 it. seconds. All right, now we got something. If Taylor Swift wants, to, uh, you know, a fast pass to fandom, every time Travis makes it, we get a shot of the box. <laughs> That's why the AI pictures were so good. But he said that she was only on screen for 25 seconds. That's reasonable. But it felt like she could have been on screen 35 minutes because he caught 11 passes. He was an integral part of the game. And you're like, oh, they're going to show her. They're going to show her. And they didn't. You're like, okay, good.
4: Because you also know when they're going to go to her box.
3: Oh, they they tell the box. The reason Jason Kelsey's shirt was off a couple weeks ago and the reason that dance move that the whole that the whole entire uh, suite was doing, which the Ravens, I give them credit, tip the cap to that. When they scored the touchdown, they did the – they're annoyed by it too. They, yeah. the, all you are is a bunch of Swifties. But there I was, just eating it up, wanting to call Colin Coward. I'm like, "You win this round, Mister," because you got me. And of course, this one comes in wrong. Magus hate hater because she backs Biden. It's all political, <laughs> oh, bro. There's, there's there is some of that. There's a, there's a lot of yeah, that. That's not the primary. Reason. But nobody cares about her politics in the football. They just want to. And there that is going to be. That is going to oh, play a role be, later. Yeah. That's like right now. That's not important. That's just another reason some people don't like her. I don't care about that kind of stuff.
4: I heard someone um, basically say, I, I don't know if she'll jump in on that, only because there's nothing for her to gain for that but division.
3: Unless they pay her.
4: It wouldn't. Right. But you're going to have to pay her a lot no, no, to make that move. And here's the thing.
3: she's and I don't think go. she loses too many of those kind of...
4: But why would you divide your audience? She's not. Her well, audience not doesn't have an it, opinion.
3: They're... they're, they're
4: you get you, the you teens that, and then you got the moms. It's a win win. Her our-
3: main audience is 18 to 29. Yeah. Uh, politicians are drooling over her influence. The fact of the matter yeah, is. it got all the moms, too. From 18 to 25, they may say they have some sort of interest, but they can be swayed by their biggest hero. They're kind of vacuous. Empty souls that need somebody to tell them what to do. She doesn't lose a whole lot by saying, "You know what? I'm backing Biden." And so long she doesn't go crazy,
5: she's not gaining anything. But she's
3: already super liberal. She's made that clear anyway.
5: It's a win-win because football fans aren't going to go anywhere. They'll just bitch about it. Exactly. And so they're bringing in that many more people that that didn't watch. You know, and and that's
3: another demographic they cannot touch. They haven't been able to get that 18 to 25 year old female demo. To consistently watch football. It's through the mo- 50 million people watch the Ravens and Chiefs game. Middle of a Sunday afternoon. 50 just million people. And, and then 50, another 50 million watch the night game. That's an insane number to pull. That's incredible. So, yeah. Is it affecting the, uh, the end bottom line? No. Is it giving us stuff to bitch about? Yes. I don't like to bitch about it, but I don't like being sold something. And that's what it feels like. So, I don't care that she's there. Good. I'm actually rooting for the Chiefs. I got no problem with Taylor Swift. I think it's annoying that but I think it's annoying for the same reasons everybody else does. Not Colin Coward. Not that all men who don't like this are intimidated by a successful woman. He he basically threw the big blanket over everybody saying we're all misogynists. None of us can handle a successful woman. Are you kidding? If I had a successful woman I could quit work and that would be amazing. <laughs> My girlfriend had a... I, I want to be Stedman. Successful woman. <laughs> Bring me one of those immediately. Billion dollars? Okay. What man would say, no, absolutely won't deal with a successful woman. That's dumb. Just like a woman wants a successful man. That makes sense to me. If a billionaire woman liked me, I'm not intimidated by that. I think I love that idea. It's not going to happen because a billionaire woman can pick anyone she wants. It ain't going to be me. Colin Coward, you girl holder. Nothing worse than a girl holder. Brett and I know a girl holder. This dude can't close. At all. At all. But he will hold a girl.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, my! Oh, at all.
3: There's zero. It might be a virgin. Zero. Girl. zero clo- Am I wrong? No. I'm... Zero closes on this dude. But he will.
7: He doesn't work with us, does he? But he? No.
3: But he will <laughs> put his arm around a gal if she sees that she's not having a good time. He's the first one there to... Prop that gal up. Are you, and okay? are you all right? Yeah, and play the role you don't mm-hmm. play. Which is you're looking at her going, get over it. Knock off the baby fit. Yeah. You're a man. She's being a girl. You're like, I'll be there if, if something is legit you're being a baby. I don't want to be here if that I saw that you were you and you and Brett were arguing. Are you okay? You ain't going to Brett going, Is everything cool? You alright, bro? No. no. He goes to her. He's a girl holder. Nothing worse than a girl holder.
4: <laughs> I got <laughs> another example for you that... <laughs> I'll tell you on the break.
3: Oh, why? Another
4: girl holder.
3: Why? Why can't you this just
4: for... write it down? Yours. Well, so much so <laughs> you yeah, knew the guy and he's hanging with the guys. Now, all he does is hang with the yeah. girls. Is he closing? Is he coming out of the closet? Is he so. Not a closer. No.
3: And by the way, for future reference, I know you're new here. Don't say you're going to tell us a juicy story during the break. Yeah. That's not the <laughs> point of this show.
4: <laughs> I'll
2: tell you guys something real interesting once we're not on the radio. Well, that's dumb. Don't
7: you know how to be vague? Well, yeah, keep it inside. I'm, holding, I off names. I I'm holding
2: off names, but I'm
3: telling the tale. <laughs> I didn't go, guys, I got this awesome story about a dude we all know. We'll be right back. That's not I the way it works. I just put two worked. and two
4: together. Oh, that guy's a girl holder.
3: Oh, yeah, you girl holders are brutal. Girl holders are brutal. I think they call them Jodies in the military. Oh, Really? Jody's are the dudes that when a guy's over, I think that's the right word, military dudes, email me. They're the ones that you come back and Jody's been hanging out with your girl while you've been gone. And, uh, she's, and he's kind of made his moves. He's, he's planted a little flag. Maybe he's closed the deal. Maybe he hasn't. But you got the feeling like, hey, something ain't right here. Jody's are new best friend. I think it's Jody's. And Jodis are not, they're, they're a disease. In civilian life, I call them girl holders. And Colin Coward is one. If you don't like Taylor Swift, don't listen to people saying it's because you're a misogynist. You probably are. You're a man. Deep down, I think all of us have a little bit of that. But what you are is a fan. And you're annoyed, And you're, and you know what? And you're also feeling sold. No, nobody, human beings hate being fooled and hate being sold. I'll tell that story. My friend Jim sells billboards. We went golfing once with Hopkins and stuff. And I didn't even know what was going on. And then I told uh, Hopkins, I said, hey, we're going to go golf again. You want to go? And he goes, you bringing Jim? I'm like, uh, yeah, I think Jim's going. He goes, no, I'm not going. I'm like, I don't want to be sold all day. <laughs> like, Wilson, did you try to sell Hopkins? Oh, yeah, I'll take any money on gambling. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Wilson was on sales point. I'm like, you can't do that. People who sell jree oh, or those uh, miracle cures. Oh, you get into that and, and you go to somebody's house and. <laughs> and you think you're friends, and they invite you over to something, and the next thing you know, they're selling liquids to you. What are you doing? What are you doing? If you know, the I've guy. been presented oh. with an incredible God, opportunity. Way, I'll never Damn forget way. you, Keith Mackiyanko. Hey, come over. My wife and Nutris- I want to make dinner for you. That's amazing. What a nice invite. And I was kind of new to adulthood and adulting. I'm in my early twenties, and I'm like, this is what adults do. I got me a gal. He's got himself a girl. We're heading over to the house. We're gonna have one of them couples nights and that's when i realized oh these are awful it takes a few to realize this is no good and then and we get there and there's another dude there and he sells us the
7: pots and pans he's cooking in Ah, we got rough lisa and i got that we walked in the door of what we thought was a party and got handed a price list for the wine that we You're were right! being offered
3: and You can order this. He this came month. out
7: with a case. You have to know, and the fact that they didn't <laughs> you had to order a case.
3: <laughs> had Keith told me, "Hey, I'm, I get a cut. I get a cut on this stuff. Will you come by have dinner with us?" And then the dude's going to try to sell you. I'd have been totally cool. With it. The fact he didn't tell me, and I walked into the the sea of poop, <laughs> and I'm like, "This isn't a friendly invite. You see me as a mark. I'm a carny, mm-hmm. or you're a carny, and I'm the rube, or you're just, the ring toss game.
7: He's just looking for bodies." Right, I, I got to fill numbers. these seats. Right, I, if I
3: get six people, I get sixty bucks. Yep. If any of them buys it, I get another hundred. Remember the pleasure toy parties? Pleasure toy parties. You knew you were going. That's if you got true. surprised by yeah. that, all right, everybody. There's the girl here who needs to make a the presentation. Mm-hmm. You got to tell people they're being sold, or you lose friends. If you told me right now, come by for dinner. We'd like to have you for dinner. I'd be like, awesome. We'll go to Toledo's. We'll have some dinner. And the next thing you know, somebody's selling me linens. I'm mad at Toledo. I'm not mad at the person selling. I'm never, ever doing anything with you again. Just like Hopkins and Wilson. They're never going to be in the same room again. And they got along just fine. But Wilson tried to sell them billboards. The sex toy parties were okay. Because you're like, oh, all right. She's going to get that? Nice. Okay. <laughs>
5: hey, 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 right. All right.
3: I'm all in. <laughs> sex toy parties is great. Because <laughs> you know you're going. Yeah. And it's functional. In about two weeks, when all that stuff, you're
2: plugging holes. That's you know? right. Phoenix is here! Phoenix, Phoenix is here! Yeah. <laughs> the box, <Yeah>. the box, <laughs> right. Open it up! Open it up! Open it up! Not the box, you! I'll get it! Did
3: <laughs>
7: <laughs> you buy this jackhammer?
3: <laughs> but yeah, you don't, people hate feeling sold.
7: did you end it. up with a clone of Willie from one of those parties?
3: Uh, I think I got one of those on my own. Oh. I have had two of those. One was kind of a... You know the first time you try something that usually doesn't go great? <laughs> yeah. The mold didn't set. Yeah, it was it was uh, the Gen One. I took the I took the mutant. I took the mutant mutant out of the case too early. It's
5: like, oh god, uh, it's it's gonna kill us all. Crank on the
3: spectrum. It was a spectrum. Yeah, it was a spectrum dick.
1: Nice.
3: It's throwing up. It kind of looks like mine. The next one, Veiny, looked good. I, I, I you took your time. I took it out of the pot You're a little arson. early. The first clone of Willie is. Ooh. It looks like if you found an old like uh, caveman sex toy. It's like all gooey and weird. You Still have
7: those, or do they end up on Brady's the clone car of Willis? somewhere?
3: No, they don't. They don't have suction cups. Oh. They have a vibrator in them. Oh, yeah. So you you build the clone of Willie, and then you stuff the vibrator, and then it rubberizes around oh. it, and it's forever. And then the the dial on the end makes nice. your dick better than your dick. <laughs> Yeah, I got a couple of those. Haven't seen it in ages. Don't know what happened to it's it. Hidden. One of these days, it's just going to,
7: hey, here it is. This is the cleanup service so that we talked thing. about. That's,
3: well, that I find hysterical. If I <laughs> yeah. die and people go through and I'm like, Jesus, in the sock drawer? In his <laughs> own sock drawer? Why isn't it in her sock drawer? <laughs> well, it's his. It is his. It's There's him. There's two I mean, of them. One mean, of them's retarded <laughs> and the other one looks way too veiny. <laughs> Might have left it in too long.
7: People are texting for Brett, by the way.
3: <laughs> this one says, thanks for tying Taylor Swift into politics, you Jew-nosed Joe Biden cuff. Co-
2: now stop
7: calling me a Jew. He didn't. He just said Jewish-nosed. I mean, there's nothing wrong with
3: being Jewish except for when you're not. and yeah, people Bradley are slur- Cooper. I'm being what slurred for no reason. Slur me accurately. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Slur me accurately. So. If you started... Tossing around Mexican slurs my direction, it would make as much sense. Now, knock it off. <laughs> I also don't like Joe Biden, but that bothers me. And I know I've got a big... God damn it. No, I, I, we didn't bring Taylor Swift into politics. She's showing up. There's too much influence there. And especially when the NFL just releases. By the way, since the middle of October, $331 million generated by this girl's appearance. You don't think politicians are like, whoa, in three months she took the most successful thing in America? And the added success that they noticed, uh, where somebody get her,
4: they'll get her. But yeah, she'd, I, she There's nothing. To lose Haley's calling right now, and there's her music in the background. Yeah. Hey, Taylor, what's going <laughs> on? There is nothing I'm for just her to lose. Hanging out. The only thing she'd lose
3: with her fans is if she supported Trump. It would turn off, like because she'd get attacked for that. Media would attack her. Biden, they're not going to attack her. Hollywood can love that stuff. They're, they're fine. Nobody attacks them for that. Fox News will. They don't care. Her fans would nobody's nobody's too upset because you know why the people who are right wing who like Taylor Swift aren't going to lose their minds if she they I think they kind of know most entertainers lean that way and if you want to like music you probably shouldn't know your musician's politics but you more than likely you do Bruce Springsteen was the most liberal left thing in the world but everybody loved him because the music was fun for a little while and whatever. But when he started to sell us that it ne- that he never changed,
2: I'm still that guy riding around in that 1971 Ford pickup. No,
3: you're not. You have a private jet. Stop. Metallica ran into that when they got super successful, and people saw James Hetfield standing outside of the Gucci store, yeah. and he had a uh, Armani bag and all that. And it's like, oh, Metallica. For his yeah. But you can't blame them for being successful. What you can blame them for is coming back singing to me about how sad they are. Right. It just no, you're not do some happy metal because you guys clearly aren't upset anymore and then that was saint anger we're Saint anger you're not angry anymore yeah but we can pretend to
2: be finding our roots
3: see, we see through it you we must. knew when you meant it and we see when it's inauthentic and that was the metallica kind of was like all right guys and then they got back to just playing rock music that wasn't about how sad they were it was just you know dark it's still not great because their authenticity wore. they they grew up they got older they're not as angry that's good
7: you might have picked a scab for some military guys. Jody's. John, you nailed it. A Jody looks after your girl while you're away in the field yeah. or deployed. Yeah, We hate Jodis. Yeah,
3: Jody's are the worst. And civilians have them. They're called girl holders. And they do it uh, faster than Jody's. Jody's are cowards because they wait for you to be gone. Girl holders are actually kind of brave because they'll wait for you to be in the other room. They're out in the open. <laughs> yeah, they're. they're but all you have to do is walk away and be 25 feet out, and they'll take them down the street for a walk. <laughs> Jody's. Yeah. Jody is the dude who takes care of your woman while you're away. I've got about a thousand emails now. The other guy, he is hated in the military. He's hanging out with her when you're not around. They're the worst. That's Colin Coward. He's a Jody. He took a look at all the people that make his life possible, threw a finger at him and said, you guys can't get laid. I can. I'm on the side of Tay-Tay.
1: Oh, you're a girl.
3: Brad. Brad banged my ex girlfriend. Oh. Now, oh. before I was with her, he was. She was dating a, another guy, and came to work crying. And ponytail. Brad wandered over. Is everything
6: okay? Are you all right? It's just, it's, 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 it's you know what.
3: So You're at still, least Brad was a loser. He closed. You had to worry about him. Yeah. She was eighteen. He was like probably like twenty six. And <laughs> I, remember oh, gosh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember being at the hostess stand. Wooderson. Oh, it was Wooderson. I remember being at the hostess stand when he said, "You're beautiful and so much more mature than that." Dating a high school boy, you're going to run into these problems.
1: And he walked away. (laughs) And
3: I'm like, Brad set the table. Now, here's the problem with that. At the time, I was young, dumb, and full of that stuff. I was standing at that hostess stand to do the exact same goddamn thing. And then I realized after watching it, that's not right to do. I watched him do it. And I'm like, oh. Then you'd see him at parties, sitting with a girl Just probably got into a little argument with Chad, the cook. There's Brad with his arm around Sarah, banging her a few weeks later. But he was a closer. This dude was a closer. He humped a girl named Heidi. Heidi broke up with her boyfriend. There he is. And Brad and Heidi are in a car together within two days because he went to her house to make sure she was okay. You know, Heidi and I have been good friends for a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was going through a really tough time. And I went over there to make sure she was all right. Well, yeah, she was vulnerable. not making great decisions. This is a good time to swoop. Brad, girl holder. Okay, Jack I just ass. think
4: about Wedding Crashers. Owen Wilson is a total girl holder. Total girl holder. Oh, they yeah. celebrating that yeah, because yeah.
3: he wins. Girl holder won in the end. Yep. Yeah, because he, he he's totally a girl holder in that movie. The biggest enemy in that movie is Owen Wilson. The, the best person in that movie is Bradley Cooper, and they make him the bad guy? He poisons a man yeah, to get his girlfriend, and we're all laughing. Ha <laughs> She's engaged to him. He shows those movies where dudes show up at weddings to tell the wife, oh, "You need to be with me,"
7: and women are like,
2: "Oh yeah, that's so I hope the I hope the right man. should
7: You're the Love Actually guy that idiot. knocks on the door.
2: Right, that
7: guy is an asshole. Yep. All these heroes
3: in movies are girl holders. Chicks dig girl holders. Because they show up in in this facade of caring, but they're scumbags.
7: John, as the commissioner of the NJL, the National Jewish League. Thank you. The Jews have selected John Holmberg in the first round of the ethnic draft. (laughs) They would like it known that they have traded up to get him. Wow, who did you get rid of?
3: (laughs) Who did you cast off to them Christians?
4: (laughs)
7: <laughs> well, who's the
3: atheist now? I mean, I'm an atheist. I don't want to be here.
4: And what Jew trades back, back from number
3: two? I was a Jew two days <laughs> ago. They traded me over here. Now I don't believe in anything. I'm an nihilist atheist. It doesn't make sense. I just want to play softball in my you, big clothes. You've been drafted. <laughs> I got traded. I got traded for an atheist. He's not a Jew. It doesn't make sense. It's the nose. Jodies. All right. I, I'm an honorary Jew. I'll take it, so long as I don't have to follow any of that. I, yeah.
6: <laughs> I knew it!
3: I knew it! As long as I don't have to follow any of that old nonsense, you guys. Get believe. your wool jacket out. I'm driving on Saturdays. Knock it off. I'm working the oven. Grow <laughs> the, the curly shoes. What's regular? Yeah. What's
4: regular standard? <laughs> I'm, I'm working working I like what
3: Brady just said. Brady just, the biggest insult of all of them was right
4: there. <laughs> I
3: want to be regular, you <laughs> lunatics. Brady just called <laughs> you a name without realizing he'd done it.
4: I don't want to be regular, I don't want to on a nutbag. You majority, whether it's Catholic or whatever they can, yeah, they, they, choose.
3: Jews, it's not a Jews convenience. I'll, yeah. I'll skip a lot of this religion because it seems stupid. But if you want to make me an honorary Jew, it's uh, I appreciate that. Shalom
7: <laughs> Shabbat Shalom,
3: is that man. what it is? I don't know how it works. I'll learn, yeah. Yeah, nobody likes that. Nobody likes that. You know, if I, if, you know, it's it is it's stolen valor. If I showed up at that uh, softball game those Jews play at Granada Park on Saturday on nice days and all their outfits, and I just showed up dressed like that with fake hair, they'd be like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, I want to play some softball.
2: You're not the Jew, but I've got the. But I'm wearing the gear,
3: and I'm like, I'm in. Oh, you haven't lived, you don't know. It's Seinfeld got mad at the dentist for, you know, he became a Jew so he could joke around about Jew jokes and stuff, and Seinfeld's like, I'm offended not because I'm Jewish, because I'm a comedian. You can't just show up. And then the great line he has, like, ah, hey, it's our sense of humor that's gotten us through all our suffering over the past 3,000 years. And Jerry goes, 5,000. He goes, even better. <laughs> you can't just glom onto something and act like you've been there the whole time. You just, you're a rat, to use a mob term. You're with the other side. Anyway, stop. And if you're a girl holder and you know it, knock it off. I don't know that girl holders are aware they're girl. I think they were just raised by mom too close. They're there for mom. They're single mom guys who. No, I mean like you're
5: saying. Like I'm sure Brad knows that that he was a girl holder. Brad knew, but
3: Brad like, was a predator. The guys that don't close. <laughs> yeah, Brad was a predator. He was a girl holder slash predator. He saw a vulnerability right. and attacked it. And he was. Hey, look, tip of the cap. The guy got laid by a lot of good looking girls, for sure. This one says the way John throws money around, he can't be a Jew. All right, the Now you're being worse. This is I can too. I'm I'm frugal when I need to. be. I didn't text that in. And yeah, why is that sign, Brett? You could have just said it.
2: Oh, I got a good joke for you. I'll tell you off the air. You guys would have loved it You'll out there see. You're in the break. Hey, Radio Land, you don't get the taste of this next gem I've got. I'm going to save that one for off the air. <laughs>
3: Anyway. What a tease. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Brett, give us a, a great wake-up
5: All right, uh, wake-up song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. And, of course, the, the storms are going to be hitting again, and it's time to get those snowboards and skis all ready to go and head on up north, and Action Ride Shop is your place to do that at. ActionRideShop.com, or, like, hey, if you don't want to go skiing, hit the mountain bike this weekend. Full line of Pivot, Santa Cruz, Rocky Mountain, and, of course, the best wrenches in town. Action Ride Shop, Gilbert cool. Road in Southern Oregon, ActionRideShop.com.
3: Letter from a Marine. Listen to this. So when I was in the Marine Corps, a Jody got my ex-wife. He was my best friend. He was in the wedding. Ooh. He was banging her while I was in Iraq. Later on in life, he got killed. Hey. When everybody called me to tell me he died, they were sad and stuff, obviously. I told them, ah, f- that guy. He got what he deserved. <laughs> he was banging my wife when I was in Iraq fighting for the country. I hate Jody's. Well, that guy's got a good Jody story because Jody got his. Man, Jody's brutal. It's different. Vulnerability or just your wife falling for another guy. But the dude who swoops in, I'm going to do this on purpose. I just got to, uh, welcome to the tribe. Tell Toledo to shut up. The tribe now. It's wow. only Shabbat Shalom on Friday and Saturday. Oh, dumbass, okay. Hey, get your juice when straight. When it's actually I the Shabbat. To... We're all learning. <laughs> she said, when... no, not. You're just spewing <laughs> stuff out, Brady. When it's actually Shabbat, dickhead. That's... The Jews are mad at you. Us Jews, We're done with you. Yeah. Us
6: Jews.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gay, liberal, conservative Jew. I knew it. <laughs>
2: I'm all of them. Next thing you know, he's going to be a he's, black. <laughs> These things aren't possible. <laughs> this guy's going to dye his skin listening to the hippity hop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, little dicky. All right,
6: there.
5: i see what you're up to.
3: Yeah, anyway.
5: Uh, uh, on the list, but... you got uh, Slayer's War Ensemble. would be Jeff Henneman's 60th. Oh, uh, wow. Voodoo Glow, Skull, Glow Skulls. Sabbath, Motionless and White, Metallica, Deftones, Avenged Sevenfold, Tool, Hooker with a Penis, Terror, Betrayer for all the girl holders out there, Uh, Drowning Pool, Step Up, Anthrax, Medusa.
3: We need to start uh, pushing Motionless and White on people because it is a good band, and they're coming for our U-Fest, which I'm excited about. U-Fest coming here April 26th. We announced it yesterday. Tickets on sale this Friday. It's going to be fun. Motionless and White is a band that I'm not a huge fan, but I like them a lot, and I think the more I listen, the more I realize this is a band I want to see live. I think they'll be better live than they will, like in my car. And I love them in my car. Uh, I want to, they're very anthemy, like everything I've heard. And I got a guy who emailed me because I've listened to them for years. I'm an absolute huge fan. Can't wait. Motionless in White is the one I'm, you want to put a sell job out there. That's what I'm telling you. But I'm warning him, like, I'm going to sell it. So let's do a little Motionless in White this morning. Concert Psyching Rock for a show I'm actually excited about, which will be a lot of fun. <laughs> April 26th. You can check it out at 98kupd.com. At UFest. It's going to be a blast. I mean, The Offspring's always just fun. That's just, and I hate to say it that way because it's kind of an insult to them, but it's not. They're just dumb fun. They hit the stage and you're going to have a good time. Love them, hate them. Otherwise, they're just dumb fun. And you know their songs are good. Chevelle is the one, as a music fan, if you haven't seen Chevelle yet, they're everybody's second or third favorite band and you don't even realize it. Great stuff, Chevelle. Motionless and White, do we just talked about. P.O.D. will be there. Bad Wolves. It's going to be a great show over at Talking Stick Resort. Uh, Barry the Darkness, local band that's popping a little bit. Uh, get them together and put it out there. Motionless and White is our wake up song this morning. It's Concert Psyching Rock, everybody. It's 98KUPD. Arizona's
1: most powerful, powerful rock radio station.
0: 98KUPD. You thought that was funny. Sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you?
1: UPD. just
3: about that time for brady to give you all the news that only brady knows we call this the brady report is brought to you by oh no hold on
7: oh. oh
3: oof!
4: good one
7: attack
3: nice coke zero wow that one got me uh it's brought to you by our friends at hooters and of course it's wednesday that means it's wings day and for a limited time you can choose your own wings day adventure 20 wings get 10 free or all-you-can-eat wings for fifteen ninety nine. Got to do that in-house, though. Either way, you're going to win. You're going to be at Hooters enjoying yourself, getting free wings. Uh, pretty much. You're going to pay, but it's like a lot of extra wings coming your way. All-you-can-eat wings, I look at, is free wings. Especially if you take full advantage of it. Nothing worse than going to an all-you-can-eat only knocking out one plate.
7: Oh, yeah.
3: That's just not trying. They're
7: banking on people like that. Oh, they love them. We need a couple of one platers. The
3: one platers are good, and I'll tell you this about all you can eats. I learned this in the restaurant biz. You get the bigger wings. The smart ones give you the bigger wings. The dumb places with all you can eat. And uh, we used to remember the native New Yorker used to be over by the college back when we were yeah. in high school, and they had ten cent Wednesday wings. We would go there with a dollar. Crushed. We yeah. crushed, yeah. And, and it was, Absolutely. and they had to hate it. A bunch of seventeen year olds rolling in with like three bucks. <laughs>
7: Thirty and wings, order a up. a
3: Table of wings, you haven't seen, but they gave you little ones, and you couldn't stop order. I'm like, no, for ten cents, you give us the big ones. We'd have paid a quarter, right? And you fill us up. And nobody, you don't have to. The place was a madhouse on ten cent wing night. But uh, yeah, Hooters gives you the bigger ones for your all you can eat, which is great because they'll fill you up. You only get one or two plates, and they're going to go crazy. They're going broke on this deal, and you get full and happy, and it's all good. And then Brittany's wandering around in the outfit. Forget it. Hooters for the win. Uh, Brady, reported. Good
4: Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy Hell is Freezing Over Day. Oh, is it? Is it global warming in hell? I think it's just... uh, No SUVs? More winter is here. It's at the peak of winter. Tony, Phil Uh, in hell? (laughs) Yeah, because I clicked on it when it started, and it's like additional winter is happening all over
7: you clicked on it have, you're uh, that
4: guy yeah i'm like what what is that about is it about the uh, eagles album at yeah. all?
3: but hell is freezing over
4: day has something to do with the weather
3: yeah yeah that's dumb a <laughs> couple of basis fun facts Brady will tell you about it off the air if you ever see him out there i'm on, on the edge of my seat he's got a great story about that he just can't tell it here because it would be inter- it would be too interesting
4: facts me i'll tell you about
3: <laughs> yeah. it yeah
2: <laughs> I got a lot of interesting stuff I don't include like, on this show. Like a Texas
5: lot. Grill faxing over their menu every day.
2: <gasps> well, that's interesting. You'll hear about that if you ever run into me in person.
7: That would be perfect for you. The old school morning <laughs> show prep sheet. The AP wire. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You're ripping
5: teletypes and stuff.
7: Yeah. <laughs> I'm holding a story
2: in
4: my hands that's wildly interesting. I'll tell you about it no. off the air. <laughs> Mars may be the red planet, but the sunsets there are blue. Oh, neat. Chicago's population peaked in 1950. There are 3.6 million people living in the city. Now it's down to 2.7.
3: And it's going lower. South Chicago's knocking them down like bowling pins.
4: (laughs) Nine former presidents didn't have college degrees. George Washington, Andrew Jackson, Martin Van Buren, Zachary Taylor...
7: Oh, well, the early ones—Millard
4: Fillmore,
3: right before we had like a lot of college. Right
4: before we were really pushing college. Dave right. Lincoln, right. Andrew Johnson, Grover Cleveland, Harry Truman. Truman was
3: didn't have. I thought yeah. Now they made it a rule—you have to have a college education to be a president.
4: I wonder if that kicked in after Truman or? Whatever.
3: Well, I would assume. I don't
5: so. think any knobs from MCC are uh, getting in there no. anytime soon.
3: A dude like me standing up there by right. halfway through, going, "Uh, I don't know. how you doing? Where's Turkish man stand? <laughs> are we mad at them?" We Are we sending troops group? to Niger? Where's Niger? Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah, it would be bad when your president laughs at the name of a country. How do
2: you say that one? How do you
3: say I'm not talking about that country. I I was it. getting it anytime soon. They'll impeach me. They'll impeach me if I bomb that one. Uh. It's pronounced Niger, sir.
5: You Where
2: sure? I come from, it's not
3: right. right. I've been saying it wrong all these
4: years. Yeah, as president, I'd like to change the name of that country. That's that's an HR nightmare. The word "disaster" comes from the Italian word "disastro," which translates Superhero. to "evil yeah. star" oh, or "villain." Because in in uh, astrology, it's considered unlucky to be born under a bad star. Right?
3: Wouldn't that be yeah?
4: That makes sense.
3: Oh, by the way, astrology is bunk. <laughs>
7: Bunko.
4: yeah not. The new moon is rising. Yeah, right.
7: Shut up! Stop. New moon on Monday.
4: <laughs> you don't know. Some people are celebrating <laughs> because this is the bundle. last day of the. If you're doing a dry January, right? So this dietitian uh, broke down the two biggest tips when it comes to choosing a healthier beverage. Always looking for drinks that are lower in sugar and higher in healthy ingredients. Impossible. He says uh, hard seltzers. Most are sparkling water and a clear liquor, like tequila yep. or vodka.
3: Tequila and soda. That's the way to go.
4: Red wine, full of antioxidants and can reduce inflammation and help prevent cancer and heart disease. It Bloody Mary's.
3: Yeah.
4: Says tomato juice typically doesn't have a lot of sugar. Um, hot toddies was the last one. After eighty, yeah. If, 80. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you ordered those,
3: if we went out tonight and you ordered a hot toddy, I'd move one seat over. <laughs> All right, Knees alone. Girl holder. <laughs> I
4: was just going to say, that.
3: An old girl holder.
4: This uh, Central Valley Golf Club in Fresno just got busted. They were offering um, golf lessons, a driving range. Uh, you get on a simulator with professional teachers. And on top of that, a fine variety of cannabis products.
7: Mm. Illegally. Mm. Oh.
4: It was a front for this, and they found a lot of stuff. <laughs> Here's a picture of uh, some of the products they were selling behind the simulator.
3: Oh, jeez. Trips Ahoy. Yeah. They do it every time on uh, OP Live on the weekends. People will get pulled over, and then they've got these candy bags with funny weed names. And, the, like, the cops aren't going to find out that Trips Ahoy isn't a weed thing. <laughs> Weedies always think they're they're that's, yeah. like, so, so clever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they are if they're just selling weed, but they act like nobody notices. Yeah. They look like um, lifesavers, but they're called high flyers. Like, we know <laughs> you're an idiot. We know what that
4: is. Trips alive, bro. <laughs> yeah. You're getting high on those cookies. How'd you know? <laughs> There's more weedy news. This 39 year old woman in Colorado named Crystal, Crystal Gable just found out she's running for president. She's not happy about it. She just found out. Wow. She didn't plan to run and doesn't want to, but she'll be on the ballot in Minnesota's primary, running as the legal marijuana now party uh, candidate.
3: That is a very elaborate trick played on someone.
4: It happened because uh, she's a marijuana activist, and she she's run for a political office before. But it happened because she used to be in the party's Facebook group, and they nominated her without her permission. It got so high, she ended up on the presidential ballot. Yep, like, yeah, doesn't yeah. know it.
3: Yeah, exactly.
4: She's <laughs> she only regular. found out because <laughs> she has a Google alert set up in her own name uh, on her own name. So Minnesota's primary is March fifth. It's too late. To have her name removed. She's acting, uh, well, actively right now telling people. Don't vote for me. Yeah.
3: Vote none of the above. That's right. She's She's Brewster. Brewster.
4: She's Monty Brewster. She's going to win.
3: If she didn't want people to even know about it, she'd just shut up. No one would have paid any attention. Now I want to vote for her to see if we can keep this scam alive. Couldn't be any worse in Minnesota. It's like when uh, people, they do the naming contests for things and. Bodie McBoatface always wins. Yeah. Something stupid because people are like, yeah, let's see if we can push that all the way through. And they're sitting there going, I effing won? I won? Really? I did what? Yeah, you're the president. <laughs> How did that happen? I
4: ate a bag of Trips Ahoy and now
3: I'm president.
4: <laughs> this 60-year-old woman in New Hampshire is lucky to be alive after she was thrown into a garbage truck on Monday and compacted at least four times. Apparently... She'd fallen into a dumpster outside her apartment while trying to throw out a bag of trash. Officials haven't uh, didn't say how long she was stuck in the dumpster, but she couldn't get out. Garbage truck came through, That's picked up the dumpster,
3: awesome, emptied
4: her in it, began compacting.
3: An awesome display of weakness that you can get trapped so much in the trash,
4: on the trash can. Yeah. I
3: can't possibly fight my way out of this.
4: Did she hammer throw it? You know, to get the momentum going, and then just
3: spun her in.
4: (laughs) Oh, great! Now I live here due to my weak, weak arms. The driver said it crunched around four times before he saw the internal camera and called nine one one. The truck had a monitor on it, allows drivers to see in the back of the truck. Sometimes they see uh, raccoons in there and attacking uh,
3: women.
7: You spitballing on that?
3: Nope. Sometimes they do. (laughs) It's in the story. I
7: got this. Don't worry about it. Sometimes, Sometimes, trust
3: me. He talks to trash men. It's been a fantasy of his since he was a kid. By the way, speaking of weird, like uh, you know, thing. The the, remember how the Kansas City Chiefs guys who died on the back porch a few weeks ago? How I said, clearly, it's a dumb death by dudes hanging around, daring each other, drunk to go stand in the forty below weather, and then they they all kind of passed out or fell asleep and died. Have you seen the video of the when the cops knocked on the door of the guy's house? No, the one survivor that didn't know that they died on the back porch two days earlier and hadn't gone out, and he wouldn't have gone outside. It was dumb guy death. So he answers the door to prove my point even further with the cops in his underwear drinking a glass of red wine. <laughs> I'm like, all right, these dudes <laughs> are stupid, drunken <laughs> stoners who made a little wager and passed out, or I'm looking up, let you get up forty below, froze him in like ten seconds, and they didn't realize it was going to kill him. And they all ended up dead on his porch. And this dude's so high and drunk, he didn't have anywhere to go for a couple days. There's a video out there, and the, the neighbors filmed it too, because the cops are all around. And the neighbors got his camera out, and he's filming. And the door opens, the dude in tidy white holding red wine. Can I help you, officers? In galoshes. Yeah, your friends are missing.
4: <laughs> or snow boots. Which in the ones? Tidy
3: yeah, which ones? And they cuff them and stuff. It's weird. But it's just more proof that my theory of this is correct. Oblivious dumb guys in their 30s hung out in high school. Did what they used to do in high school and died from it. Dumb guy death.
4: Neighbors said they could hear the woman screaming from inside the truck. Wow! Um, firefighters showed up, talked to woman through a side panel in the truck, and they could tell her that that she was alive sure. and cohe- coherent. Um, screaming will let you know that they used the basket of the fire truck to lift her out of the top of the trash truck. It took about thirty minutes to free her. Taken to the hospital. There are conflicting reports about the severity of her injuries. Uh, One says she escaped with minor injuries. The other says she's in serious condition. Well, she's in
3: serious mental condition. She lived in a dumpster for two days and then got thrown into a trash truck.
4: (laughs) Firefighters also made sure the, uh, the driver was okay. She couldn't lift the dumpster she was in? Couldn't
3: get out. That plastic thing? Maybe it was one of the no. Big metal if you push
4: it up, I, well, maybe she couldn't yeah. climb out. She's weak. If uh, Bunny tumbled into a dumpster, she'd be out. at four foot. Ah, 10. you know what? That's true. She's tiny. That I remember reach to push that up. She maybe the only not.
7: thing in there though couldn't she step?
3: On she some it might have trasher? been but, right, but that that's the weird thing to me is like if it was empty. How big? Yeah,
4: I mean, yeah. Must nobody else,
3: else in the complex threw their trash out during that time span to build a that little night. mountain for her to climb out. I remember at uh, Roosevelt Elementary, my friend Mark and I uh, threw Jeff Begley into the dumpster <laughs> and it was empty and we shut it and he couldn't get it open and we were laughing. And then he, you know, when kids get nervous, they run from stuff. <laughs> we, Mark and I were like, get out of here. Like for no reason, we didn't help him out. We rode away and his, nobody could find him for like three hours. And the fire truck, somebody called here and screaming inside the dumpster. And he screamed and one thing about Begley I got to give him, didn't rat Mark and I out. He told his parents, but not the cops and stuff. I don't think we could have gotten in trouble for leaving. Maybe.
7: Ed Begley's son?
3: (laughs) No, it was not Ed Begley's son. (laughs) That would have been awesome,
4: though. Chuck E. Cheese is releasing its own cookbook. It's called Chuck E. Cheese and Friends Party Cookbook. Comes out March 19th. You can pre-order it on Amazon for $23. The mouse himself is credited as the author.
7: Oh, jeez.
4: His full name, of course, is Charles Entertainment Cheese, but he opted for the Chuck E. I
7: didn't know that E was entertainment. I don't know what I thought it was, but...
3: Chuck Entertainment Cheese? Yeah. One thing I don't think he is, is a qualified... Well, I guess Guy Fieri makes menu books, It's so full of not?
4: recipes for parties and large groups, uh... mainly children's birthday parties, but if you're a true fan no reason why you shouldn't have this. It's a split-second decision
3: to say you can only eat Chuck E. Cheese food or you can only eat Guy Fieri's food. Chuck E. Cheese is the answer. In fact, it's a split-second decision to say you can only eat food made of things like Chuck E. Cheese, mice, rats, and otherwise, or Guy Fieri food. Give me the mice and the rat.
4: It's 128 pages and features other well-known characters like the singing dog Jasper T. Jowls. Yeah,
7: I'll take that. Man, I don't know. And the The animatronic chicken Helen Henney. While all bad are at least plentiful. No.
3: No, you I, would, I would rather you could stomach. a lifetime of Rat King before I eat any Guy Fieri meals. I think I'm moving to Africa waiting for my <laughs> right. Detroit yeah, Lions <laughs> World Championship T-shirt. Uh, my Detroit t-shirts. Lions T-shirt yeah. and food being dropped from a plane yeah. is better than eating at a Guy Fieri restaurant.
4: Recipes include things like Kansas City barbecue chicken pizza, uh, Halloween-themed pigs in a blanket, mummy dogs, a rainbow marble unicorn cake.
3: Yeah, I don't know what Chuck E. Cheese's like culinary background is. I know it's not strong, but I'll take that all day over a Gifiary thing.
4: A pizza in Canada put up a sign to announce that they were only open for takeout and delivery, and it had a typo in it. Due to the unforeseen circumcisions, the dining room will be closed this evening. <laughs> Sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> Social media had some fun with it. Sure. I, I, unforeseen s- circumcisions everywhere. <laughs> one person <laughs> joked that uh, dinner has been cut short.
3: Okay. That person was Brady just now. <laughs> Jesus that was the one Christ. person. And that one person was immediately shot afterwards. Brady. Thank God.
5: Pizza
4: Hut also had a sense of humor about it. They apologized. Confirmed it was an autocorrect issue. Put up a new sign that emphasized circumstances. Right. Right. They also hyped the new $5 promotion and added, no tip required. You added that. Come on.
3: You're working the marketing department over Jesus there, Jesus
4: Christ.
3: Look at him giggling.
5: Jesus. I did not and add
4: look that. Look at him laughing <laughs> like a <laughs> little. You did too. All
3: right. There is something worse than a girl hole. <laughs> <laughs> I got a two quick radio videos. I'd rather eat a plate of old Band-Aids than a Guy Fury fresh cooked meal.
4: This one's a dude on a scooter. Doesn't break in time. Okay.
3: Another surveillance camera of what looks to be a poorly planned community. Brent railroad tracks. (laughs) Yeah, this railroad track's in the middle of a community. Uh-oh.
2: Oh, 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 he's slowing down the train. Oh, 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 no.
3: We almost made it. And then a Chinese flag showed up out of nowhere. What was that? (laughs) Man, the Chinese lose a lot of moped. How do they still have a billion people? It seems like we watch 20 of them die every day. Oh,
4: Oh, that train just ends it. Last one, some military training. Okay. Repelling off the uh, station, similar to what uh, Sergeant Holka climbs and stripes.
3: Right. Yeah, he's jumping off the edge of this thing. He's going to repel down the side of a well, it looks like a building of some sort, right? Yeah. I don't know what he's going to repel, but he's just planning on leaping down and climbing down. The up audio?
4: I'm
3: working on it. It's not on. Oh, there he goes. He's going straight down. Oh! It's a,
4: oh, oh! 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 They
3: mismeasured the... Uh, oh, my God. He just... <laughs>
2: Listen, he the, missed the this mat by, the by a lot.
3: What? Is this Iraqi training? Oh. <laughs> oh, that guy misses the mat and just goes face into the earth. About oh, oh, oh. what has happened? to be about? six What happened? What is it, About five or six stories up, and he just all
7: right.
3: Sergeant Hulk, Hulk goes that Me, we're done for the day. Yeah,
6: yeah. yeah.
7: help me out. What are they? Tra- is he supposed to land on his? I got to be honest
3: with you. I think that's <laughs> Baba Booey. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: that
3: guy looks just like Gary Delabate Okay, both. I need you... One thing here, Gary. I need you to leap off a building real quick.
4: On the mat! Or is he supposed to go over the...
3: Robin, 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 watch this video. We had Gary leap off a building into the cement. Watch this. Okay, both. Baba Booey! (laughs) 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 He looks just like Baba Booey.
7: (laughs) Uh, Wow.
3: I can't, right? Okay, Fred's going to jump off and try to land on Baba Bowie's back. (laughs) When he looked at the camera, I'm like, that's a, it's either Baba Bowie or John Oates just finding out that Daryl Hall won't (laughs) tour with him. The tour has, (laughs) I can't go for that. And then he (laughs)
7: leaves. John, for context, I once picked up a homeless guy when I picked up the trash, trash guy here. Yeah. Uh, lost his shoe and said he was going to sue me because he lost his shoe in the told dumpster. He, yeah, told him he's lucky to be alive. Homeless live in them in the winter to stay warm. Yeah. We pick them up often.
3: Yeesh. How many don't get caught in time? Oh, like if I was a trash truck driver, What's the number
4: of compacted right, and here?
3: I'm just popping them in there, and I just hear oh, ah! and then it suddenly ends. I'm like, I'm not telling anybody about that. I just keep driving. So this guy says, John. I go to
7: st- go to the video. They go to the video.
3: No video. Broke the camera that day.
7: I have so many questions. Did Brady say the neighbors heard her screaming from the trash truck, but they couldn't hear it from the dumpster? Right.
3: Man, there's a lot wrong with this story. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's an Look, Italian if neighborhood, I'm, Brett. It sounds pretty rough. If I'm the yeah. trash yeah. truck <laughs> driver,
3: I play ignorance is bliss. <laughs> Squish. Oh, God. oh, Silence. Okay. I think I squished a homeless. And then I just pay attention to the news for a few days. Kind of like when Brett drops a body off. You just pay attention to the news for a few days. If nobody not says anything, to me. it didn't happen. Right. I got a route, and I got to stay on time. You squish a homeless, it's your fault for living in the my dumpster.
4: Car like, I want my money. Yeah, I did it
3: four times. <laughs> you, you survived. You're technically the only one that heard it. If you look around a little bit, and if nobody comes running out, you just keep driving. And then when they say, did you hear that? No. Hear what? And then you go to the video, and you act like, oh, my gosh. Oh, not that I'm not saying a word no, nothing. I'm not getting mixed up in that mess. You live in a dumpster and I'm a trash truck? That's just part of the business. The cost of doing business in the National Football League. Questions. Did you squish a guy in a dumpster?
7: Perhaps. <laughs>
3: it's undetermined at this point. Next question. We're going to look into that. Yeah, I don't. There's none of that. Brady would stop immediately and start helping half a dude out of the dumpster. I'd just push down harder. Like, let me help you. If the damage is done. You're going to be trash now. <laughs> and then when we get to the, if somebody calls a month later and says, I think you got, he was living in dumpsters. I wonder how often it half trash guys email us. How often it happens? And you get all the way out there to Gilbert in the 60 or whatever, oh, and you just start pouring it in. And you just see a hat or something. And goes, Ooh, whoops.
7: That's a great – the landfill out there at the yeah. We only hear Salt about the River ones who one. made it. Guy pops up out of the trash pile.
3: As often as they say, like the trash guy that said, oh, they live in those dumpsters. How often do we squish them and no one says anything?
7: Has to
3: be, has has to to be, be more, more than, we than we know. Than yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it's about that. It's not zero. No. No one wants to hear about that. Of course he was homeless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what Brett says. This guy was – clearly he's homeless. His family uh, may be living <laughs> in a is house. He missing a head? Yeah.
7: <laughs> He's homeless.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Where's the rest of him? Must have squished him pretty good, like into oblivion. Uh, no more questions. Of course he was a homeless guy. A lot of times they were. I don't know were, why he was wearing a pinky ring, but. This family that's looking for him, they're out of their minds. It's this, this a different guy.
7: That's the one thing they found, a torso and a pinky ring. Mm-hmm.
3: You wouldn't throw him in with the pinky ring.
7: Right. You'd, He'd get all that off. flyer that off.
3: Yeah, he sent it to his family. Take <laughs> like Right. Off. That's what I'm saying. They get a finger in the mail. Anyway. <laughs> all right, Brett, go ahead. All right. Yeah, I need a trash can, trash cans, guy to start talking numbers with me. Story they story
5: was a know. good fit for an, an opening for this story. Okay, we're going into a oh, this is a <speaking> oh, back of a
4: trash it. truck, and uh, wow, that's the rear, the met? rear compactor. No, 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 no. Oh,
3: USA, no, no. USA. He's wearing a USA shirt and he's got his arm oh, off. No, no, no. He's not in the USA, by the way. Oh. No, 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 you can tell by all the babbling. And a lot of soccer jerseys. Oh, oh, there's oh. his arm in the garbage. He reached into a trash truck while it was compacting. Hey, and I want that back. <laughs> got pinched off. Wow. Oh. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> USA shirt, though. I got to like
5: this that. This is a fear anytime you're riding a motorcycle.
3: All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're cruising along a freeway, there it looks kind of crowded, a little rainy. There's something it just flew off of one car. Was oh, that it a an object. It Was a tire? A tire flew off a car, and then it's and look how long it goes like a ghost ride. Oh, it comes Ooh. off from uh, the other side of the road. It's the oncoming track. Takes traffic. The exit almost. Yeah, the bike gets off. <laughs> oh my God, bike for sale. Uh, Wear your helmets. Yes. Uh, oh my God. Be careful when you're horrible. drinking because you never know. By the way. Last video, scary even if you're in a car. Yeah, absolutely. That's a tire flying off at the other yeah,
7: the tires oncoming aren't, aren't traffic. No. I don't know if the helmet's helping you.
3: Yeah, they're flying at you. That's horrifying. Be careful when your buddies bet you at a
5: bar of uh, stuff you can and can't do when you've been drinking. Kansas City guys died on a
3: porch because of this. Bar bet. Oh, naked guy yeah, standing outside. Oh, he, would he cut his
2: wiener off? Oh, oh he's, he's removed his penis. He's, he's covered in blood. It's the Iron Sheik has cut his penis whoa, off, and he's running whoa. up and down the street.
3: Nick, I think this is punishment. He seems fine. I know he's dancing, he's so. He's dancing around, in the, and he's smiling. He cut his wiener off wow. right there, and he's... Oh. Oh. There's a the ghost.
7: Oh. There's a. No. The ghost.
3: That was one of the uh, cords that once held his balls is now hanging out of him like a tampon string.
2: Oh, oh Brett! <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible! What a vacation!
3: I didn't know that the uh, lines that held our balls together were not foot long. That went down to his knee. Uh, in honor of the uh, the oh, Open coming up. God. All right, you got me out of my chair again. Oh, oh
2: there's a girl. She's putting. She's.
3: They're
5: putting. Oh, into her oh, butt. Oh, yeah, Tiger Woods
1: sinks it. Oh, 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 oh. She's got
5: a
3: big gaping bee wow. hole,
5: and they're putting into it. That's a thing. That's a Phoenix Open this week. Wow, it's off Jeez. a cliff.
3: He puts off a ledge. It goes right in there <laughs> with some sort of contraption to hold it open, and we'll end with this oh, one. That is the Phoenix it's wide it's open.
7: Stay open.
3: Well, they got a thing that.
7: Oh, there was a thing. A caliper, it's in there. In there? like a caliper. Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: Speaking wow. of the Phoenix <laughs> wide open. Oh, no. Oh, I'm starting to hate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a girl's head. Oh, I've seen this one. This is the German guy who puts his head in a girl's head. Yeah. This has it's not okay. been debunked, by the way. I've it's looked fake. and looked and looked. You God, think it is, yeah. but you've seen what's possible, Brady. And that I man's have... head is no bigger than a baby. Yeah, by so the way, yeah. I read online that this, this video, this German guy putting his head all the way in a woman, was like a, a day or two after her birth. Uh. Not her birth, but she gave birth. That doesn't look ah. good. Yeah. Okay. Knock it off. That's a classic. That's
1: a classic. Well, because people People
3: would send that to me going, is this you? Because it's a bald guy. I get it. Oh. When that dude's, that thing comes out after he cuts his whole package off, and then that line drips down. What an awful world.
6: What a horrible world.
3: (laughs) I see Middle Easterners with their dicks cut <laughs> off, oh. dancing in the streets. That's enough of that. There's your Brady
1: report, everyone. RUN! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station.
0: Oh. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you?
3: I inadvertently this morning tapped a nerve with a lot of military guys talking about the Oh man, I have got a lot of emails this morning telling the Jody stories. And a couple of them I think might be murders. (laughs) I'm not going to dive into these emails again. Officers, I don't know. But for the most part, I think when you toss a dude into water and leave and you don't hear from him again, Yep. Pretty sure that's murder. But yeah. okay, yeah, maybe it's not I your know. fault he couldn't swim. <laughs> that's
1: right.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought you said you were a navy guy. That's With there's a lot of water involved in that, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. So don't tell me that stuff. And you know, a lot of garbage men uh, emailing and saying that they've dumped some dudes or catch them every once in a while. But for the most part, pretty clean record for most garbage men. And that's the story I'd stick to too if I was you guys. <laughs> a few of you have probably inadvertently squished. A human being in that machine and didn't know it.
4: Because
3: yeah, I get a lot of bigger e- trucks. I get a lot of emails from them saying, "Oh, we're listening to you in the truck, and it's we're blasting." Capability. You're not hearing everything that's going on back there. And there's a few times you're not looking at the camera, and the you've squished a few people, <laughs> especially those downtown guys.
7: Oh, all the time on the reg.
3: Oh, in New York, I guarantee you, there's some in cold weather places. There's some squishings.
7: New York still has like the steel cans, though, don't they? Have the guys. Sometimes,
3: that, yeah. yeah. I can't even imagine how. That seems so archaic to me. <laughs> right. I hate rolling the bin out once a yeah. week, let alone having my own tin trash cans that I got to keep all over the place. <laughs> I have some dude come out and jump I off can the back walk of Walk up car. the driveway. At home? Growing at, up, yeah, Ohio.
4: and bring it out to the. They go to I your house, ha- go inside, and get Man, it. Man, you're like in it, in yeah. a lily in a pleasant <laughs> you, you know, set the cans right out by the garage. Man, howdy ho, neighbor!
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's trash Dad, Brady. I'm your trashman.
2: <laughs> Hi, trashman. <laughs> Jeeves is here for the trash. Hey, your white gloves. You better change those. There's some fudgicles in there.
1: Oh. Thank you, Brady. Tell your mother I said <laughs> hello.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Will do.
3: Yeah, the trash, it just goes out to the curb. But Brady, you were also feeding the trashmen, so they were knocking on doors for snacks. It was like feral cats.
4: And they had the uh, three-wheeler, the little shuttle trucks.
3: and go pick it up and take it back to the main Take it back to the mothership. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you make garbage men sound awesome with all their toys and their, (laughs) they had mopeds and sidecars and (laughs) dudes were doing tricks. You're feeding them grilled cheeses. Little weirdo. I just saw a story that's like going to make me want to watch The Price is Right. Totally different. Drew Carey is just telling everybody to try to kill himself a twice. Times. Yeah, uh, we don't need to know that. Drew Carey, you're happy-go-lucky Drew Carey. And,
4: and I know and what you're saying. The uh, reason interesting is that that everyone else was happy.
3: Yeah, he was worried that everyone was having a good time. They're like, well, no one will miss me. I'm not having that much fun. And I know, like, everybody wants mental you battle depression disorders and things like that, but. Jeez, that's just miserable. Now I look at Drew Carey and just want to... Sad. And then he said, who's going to miss me? Every, I think everybody goes through that, though. Like that feeling, like, hey, if I croak, nobody's going to care. I still feel that way. If I died, it's not going to matter. <laughs> nothing you can do about it. We're all going to kick off someday. But you don't want Drew Carey to tell you that. Then it, See, I kind of lean the other way with the mental health thing. The more a normal person tells me, oh, I used to try to kill myself, the more I feel like it's normal. You know, the more we hear people talking about, oh, you know, and, and then everybody goes, well, if you could help one person. Yeah, I could get it. But what if it hurts one person? What if that one person says, oh, Drew Carey tried to kill himself. So me feeling like I should is not unusual. Like it is unusual to feel like you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. It's a really weird thing to feel that. And just because some famous guy did it and got out of there doesn't mean that it's a normal feeling. It isn't. It's an irregular human feeling that happens a lot. I, I, the more we read about that, the more it feels like people are just saying it to be part of it. No, I've, t- I've tried to kill myself, too. Yeah, everybody does. Everybody feels that way. No, 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 If you feel that way and you're actually are acting on it, there's something yeah. really wrong.
7: With Don't make mental health a bandwagon.
3: Right. And I know maybe Drew Carey went through some horrible stuff and, I, you know, you feel bad for him and things like that. But I think the more celebrities say, oh, yeah, I tried to kill myself. It all worked out. Makes it harder for somebody who's really having a tough time saying, well, then I'm not going to host the prices Right when this is over. Of course it worked out for him. I think it it adds to normalizing a very irregular feeling that your body has. It happens a lot. That doesn't make it normal. It shouldn't. It just when it creeps you out, you're like, "Ooh, Drew, no." It is not a everybody goes through that. Oh, what happens if I die? Thing. I've been there. I called suicide hotline once. (laughs) It is not a normal thing. It's having a freaking anxiety attack. When those things attack me, man, I didn't know what was going on. But what I do know is it's not normal. Don't normalize it. I'm not I'm not saying I've been there, it's okay. It isn't. There's nothing okay about it. Don't act like it's normal. You're going through that feeling. Run to help. Don't don't think Drew Carey's done it. John said he had an issue with it once. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Run to help. Nothing about what and it's you're saying.
4: Okay okay I think sometimes people feel like oh, yeah. I'm, I'm embarrassed by it or yeah. I don't want to do it.
3: Don't find comfort in the normalcy of that. There's none. Do not seek comfort in those feelings because other people have done it. There's nothing normal about it. Run to help. That's it. I think we read these stories and go, oh, that's great. Drew Carey's trying to help someone. He's just telling a story about. It that makes me feel like, yeah, everybody goes through it. That's not true. And maybe everybody does, but if you're feeling like you're going to do it, don't think, well, Drew Carey had this. We'll see. It ain't normal if you're thinking about it. My suicide hotline call is actually hilarious. Having anxiety, it is hilarious. Label it that way. Hilarious. Looking back, even at the time, the thing that got me out of the funk—and I wasn't sad—I was panicking. Anybody who's had anxiety attacks knows. But when you have a real panic attack, it feels like you're going to explode. It feels like the inside of your body is about to erupt, and there's no controlling it. And I'm not saying like metaphorically; like you feel like you're going to pop open and explode it is the or or if something is going to mash down a bomb's going to go off you can't help but feel impending doom at its peak 10 out of 10 and i and I, I just wanted it to end and i was about to pass out and i called the suicide hotline on my cell phone and the guy on the other line we got a bad connection i can't hear you and i'm like, how many aspirin does it take to go to sleep that's what i'm thinking to myself i, I looked it up online <laughs> i'm sorry i can't can you call back? Like, this is, I can't do anything right. This is terrible. We had a bad connection. Go in another room. Like, I don't want to go in another room. It was Brady's God. Yeah, uh, you know, it was hilarious. And then I started laughing. I'm like, this is actually really funny. The suicide hotline guy can't hear me. And every time he'd talk, I'd hear, God damn it. And he gets anxiety. I don't get <laughs> that guy who's been there, and we were going back, we're like, this is terrible. The whole thing's a mess. And the last thing I want to hear is we got a bad connection.
2: We do. Is that my fault?
3: <clears throat> it was hilarious. And then I, you know, kind of you start coming out of it, and you're like, "What just happened?" It ain't normal.
4: I know there's there's been a number of TV shows that have done it, but I always think of uh, Ted Lasso. No, his yeah. anxiety attack on TV—that yeah.
3: was an anxiety attack, and, and that was the best portrayal of an anxiety attack I've ever seen. Panic attack? I don't wish that on anybody. Pratt Guy Fieri. I don't wish a panic attack on anybody. That is horrifying.
7: And that's something that's I don't want to. I mean, for I think a majority of people, you can't relate to that. Like you don't. So Until you have one. You can't. You don't understand what it what it entails. You don't understand what it does. Watched it on The Sopranos, and those are the ones where you pass out.
3: Yeah, that's the one where you pass out in the kitchen, right?
7: No, he had he had several. Yeah, he drove
3: into a, a light pole. Yeah, too, he had a light or, pole. Yeah. The first episode, he goes out in the backyard and the barbecue, and all. Uh-huh. I mean, there's. And, and those are panic attacks? Panic attacks are the ones that overwhelm you and either drop you or send you to... The, a- anxiety attacks build. Panic mm. attacks just show up.
7: Uh, it could happen like what right now. What starts a panic attack? No idea. Oh. just They just happen. Because Alex's sister, Ryan, she's, uh, she's 22 now. She's been telling me that for a couple of years she wakes up with, with anxiety. That's...
3: Yeah, it's just and everybody's so, got anxiety and it can overwhelm you and yeah. stuff. But if you can build to it, you can kind of ice yourself down. You get little coping mechanisms. She's,
7: she's got things like if she babysat our dog Kiki and Kiki just somehow knew, so she, she would jump yeah. up in her lap in the mornings yeah. and panic sense attacks. It with her are or like, something.
3: Everything was okay three seconds ago, and now I think a plane's going to hit the house. Everybody out. That's it's so, so foreign and it to is me. Immediate. I mean, it was foreign to me until it happened. Passed out in my office. No idea. Just woke up laying on the floor. I'm like, what happened? I just remember feeling some pending sense of doom, and then I woke up. No idea how long I was in there. Nobody walked by and said a thing. I was like the lady in the trash can. So (laughs) she got up, and I'm like, and I just, I don't know what it is. And she didn't want anybody to say anything. No, and 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 nobody knew. A few weeks later, it happened again, and I'm like, I got something brewing here. I just so how do you a, deal with you, it? You just well, you you cope. You just get coping mechanisms. You start realizing which, which are uh, you try to not stress out so often. You try to. Easy, just, there's a easier,
4: formula that... that's policies. easier
7: said than done. Well, a, usually
3: right? you're overstressed and yeah. ignoring it, or you're. There's a lot stress of reasons. Mother, yeah, it is. There's a lot going on. And You get all this stuff built up, and you feel like it's all, and it's just a crazy feeling. And I don't know that I had them that bad. Like if mine were, if mine were mild. Oh, my God, to the people who have real ones. Anyway, it's not normal. Not at all. So don't read Drew Carey's story and go, oh, it happens to all of us. It's nuh-uh. It's weird. And if you've got them, they're horrifying.
7: I think this guy's got it wrong. What, Lamar Jackson spark a panic attack for you,
3: John? (laughs) Well, if I think about him, I get scared because he's got the (laughs) most frightening face on the planet, but... But not anymore, not when I've seen it crying like on my phone screensaver. That's the happiest face in the world for me. Yeah, I don't wish that on anybody. But reading about Drew Carey, it makes you sad, but also it kind of makes you feel like we're missing the point. We should be more, like, loud about how n- unusual it is. Mm-hmm. Just because something happens a lot to a lot of people doesn't make it normal. It shouldn't be normalized. It shouldn't be like, oh, it's, you know, there's a lot of people like that. Yeah, know that there's a lot of people out there like that, but the ones that are... Like you're feeling goofy, run. Like get help immediately.
7: And goofy is different things to yeah. different people. Again,
3: I love that. That's a Mike Tomlinism, but he says, we don't seek comfort in that. Don't seek comfort in the fact that it's happened to other people. It's happening to you. Focus on that. Don't think, well, Drew Carey went there. No, who cares? If you, anything. Just go fix yourself. <laughs> and we do not seek comfort in that. It's a great line. He says it all the time.
4: And I think that, I mean, a big point is that it doesn't matter who you are. I mean, it can happen to to anybody.
3: Yeah. So if it's happening to you, who cares who else it's happened to you? Maybe you're having the only attack that anyone's ever had like you. You don't know. Stop comparing. That stuff scares me. It's awful. This guy says, John, thanks for talking about this. I've had horrific panic attacks, things that happened to me in my childhood uh, I've created severe PTSD, panic attacks so frequently I've applied for disability, disability because it's debilitating. Wow! Uh, good for you for recommending people get help. I'm just telling you, if you're feeling that, don't normalize it. That's all I'm saying. And don't think, oh, John's had that. Uh-uh. Who cares? That's John's experience. Drew's experience. You have your own. Go have your own experience. And I highly recommend getting a crying Lamar Jackson as your screen saver because that seems to that seems to center me. <laughs> Oh, What a great thing that is. Just find joy. Uh, and you can find, oh, by the way, also, beyond this, all this craziness, just reading about that Drew Carey thing made me a little uppity. Uh, we still have not gone to a Coyotes game at the Mullet Arena. You boys have not. We're given tickets nope. away. Uh, can I, I win them? Here's, yeah. here's something I don't want to say out loud, and I don't know if I, <laughs> I'm going to be the eighth caller. I, I, this is pure speculation before I go on further. But I have, uh, I won't say that. <laughs> I know money people. I know somebody with some money. Let's put it that way. I know somebody with some money. And he knows important money people, too. And he's got it on pretty good authority that the Coyotes are going to leave. I don't know if that's accurate. I know it was just... San Antonio? Talk around the table. Don't know. There's a couple places that he's like, this This is done. That there's an issue going on. There's more than you know. If he's right, fine. If he's wrong, right. fine. Go see a game at the Mullet Arena before right. they go. If they stay, that's, that's great. You'll have them in an arena again. While this is happening, that's I cannot tell you enough how awesome it is to see games at the Mullet Arena. Hockey is the best live sport going. I'm not a huge hockey fan. Wouldn't pretend to me. But, man, when you go watch it live, there's no better sport. And you see it in this thing? Incredible. And you're no further than 13 rows from the ice. That's the worst seat in the house. The better part is the standing room. You can wander around. That arena is gold. Uh, so if you want tickets, we're going to give them away later this morning. But I do have it on authority that the clock may be ticking. And like it's you said. you
4: me causing a panic attack on Yeah, this I
3: know. But you made Brady may flip out. If you don't, like if they move, it might happen in June. Right. So if you're like, oh, they're going to be here for three more years before they get a stadium. Yeah, maybe. But some other people have stadiums ready. They could walk yep. away tomorrow. Yep. Take advantage of how you're watching the coyotes right now. Increase their income, their
7: bottom line right away. Oh,
3: immediately. Yeah. So the people I talk to are money people way above the stratosphere of what I'm normally around. And they were talking about this the other night. And I was like, ah, this is none of this is good. And they're like financial dudes who help people do this kind of stuff. And like, nobody's touching it. Like they're asking for help. Nobody's touching it. I'm like, oh. So some, somebody else has to step in and buy it. The, the rooting factor is that Matt Ishbia might take some pity on them. and Ooh. It's not going to happen. He's got no interest. But yeah. still, it's an, interesting, uh, it's an interesting time to have that here. They're playing the Minnesota Wild and the tickets we've got. So we're going to give those away uh, before we're out of here today. I just want to let you know. Um, the clock may be ticking. And this is just uh, you know, me having a general conversation with dudes with tons of money that might have been making something up, but it made a lot of sense. But also keep in mind I'm stupid. So it made a lot of sense to a stupid guy. That's usually when something has some logic and meaning. A stupid guy goes, oh, this makes tons of sense. That's when uh, things usually happen. Because if I could think around it normally, I'd be like, okay, I'm a stupid guy and I figured out that they're wrong. I couldn't. Stupid guy thinks this is pretty good. You can
4: only have so many times uh, on the bailing out locally.
3: Ryan said, you just broke news before Gambit Ding Dong, and he's, that's true, Gambit Ding Dong. Gambit Ding Dong's not even around it. John Gambit Ding Dong looked at my little notes, talked to my sources. They've got money. Coyotes are going to leave. They're going to another place, colder than here. Not going to live here anymore. Going to be looking out the windows at Better horizons through Pella Windows.
7: That's because you're always at Suns practice. You don't care about Always
3: practice. at the Suns practice with my insiders, right. my sources. Speaking of sauces, 11 new delicious uh, sauces at Payway. Yeah. I've broken Oh, no. <laughs> Don't even put them together. Gambiting Dog doesn't have this. This isn't information that's real. This is like a dude talking to me. I'm not going to call him a source. It was just some guy who's rich.
7: Guy says, hey, John, for clarification. Your uh, panic attack with Larry in the emergency room, was that panic or was no, that, that was anxiety?
3: Paranoid. That was anxiety and caused by Larry's six-foot bong in his garage that made fire. <laughs> that filled it like uh, it was the it was basement of an apartment fire, and we were trapped in Larry's bong of death. <laughs> December 28th, 2005. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Just breathe in. <laughs> the coughing means it's
7: better. What was really? You Are what? you
3: high? Oh no! And then I sit down and I'm having these like moments. Oh, and if you, uh, this is weird that you say that. So I have those that time with Larry that he wanted me to get high, and I don't get high. So he's like, "I can do it. You do it with me, and you'll be fine." My lungs hurt. My head hurt. I'm seeing trails. I'm sitting in Larry's couch, and there's Larry looking at me, going, "Are you okay?" Oh, that's what it was. I'm like, why wouldn't I be? Are you all right? Do you feel paranoid? <laughs> I do, I feel a little paranoid and I'm looking at him. Well, I don't know if I was imagining all this and then he goes, and I'm like, I need a drink and something to eat, and Larry brought me a hot coke and pretzels. Which might as well have been sand and crackers. It was the (laughs) driest thing you can put in a thirsty man's face. And I'm eating it, I'm like, this is worse. And then my brain said, Larry's trying to kill you. Kill Larry. Oh And it took all I had not to get up and like try to throw Larry out the window because I wanted I had murderous feelings. But they were real calm, and I was too high to move, so it wasn't going to happen. And then we ended up at the hospital.
7: They don't post that warning at the weed shop. Lady in uh, California was
3: facing life in prison for stabbing her boyfriend or her husband a hundred and something times, just got probation for it because she said I was really high. It was the hallucinogens and the weed. So now it's an excuse to kill someone. You'd have been back on the air a year later. I would have been back sooner. Like this lady's like, yeah. She was basically like, oh, wow, yeah. Well, then what's a DUI? You still were the one that got high. You're still inebriated no matter what your reaction is after. Right, because I got high. It's like you got high and killed someone. I got high and ate too many popsicles. Same thing, except for one was a murder and the other, both were reactionary to the thing you did to yourself. It shouldn't be leniency in the law for stabbing a dude and then going, oh, my God, it was the weed. So? Just because you were stoned doesn't mean it's the weed's fault. It's your fault for being stoned. I don't do well. Like, the times I've smoked pot have all made me feel like I should hurt something. I don't like it. It's not a violent rage, but it is an uncomfortable... I couldn't give the cat its shot because I wanted to stab when I had the needle. I'm like, mm oh, i got to put everything down. This lady got off the hook. Stuck a knife in her boyfriend or whatever it was like a ton of times it said i was the the pot the next night terror and the courts i think it was california the courts of california like yeah that makes sense huh of course it's california <laughs> they're ruining everything but i mean come on if you smoke weed get high and your reaction to that high is to kill a guy you're a murderer
6: Hello, Twitter <laughs> world. Hey, hey, I never tell right anybody right? that I used to dabble with uh, pretty uh, pretty heavy weed back in 94? And that's some incidents that may have occurred because of that. I never really thought to bring it up. I just thought I'd probably let you guys know. Because I got high. Because <laughs> I got high. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, Brady, uh, and don't do pot because you'll be a murderer like uh, other people who have done that. One not me. I'm <laughs> just saying. Anyway, I didn't know that was a valid excuse. Put it on the list.
3: Yeah, so there it is.
6: <laughs> on that note, I'd like to also introduce that I have a brand new dispensary that I'm opening up called The Juice is Loose. And if you want to come on in, get <laughs> high and, and have a nice excuse, we sell weed and alibis. <laughs>
7: All right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Take a dime bag and an alibi juice?
6: <laughs> well, here's your dime bag, and this is good stuff right here. This is a purple kush. You're going to enjoy your night. Also, your alibi is you were at McDonald's with your housemate, uh, and you were trying on gloves and just chucking them in people's backyards. They <laughs> get away with it every time.
7: Note to self, now I need a housemate.
6: Here's little knife-shaped gummies. <laughs> this is a fun one. And here's what I call my Simpson Goldberg gummies. They're a little like Flintstone vitamins. These just just two little bodies. Just strewn all over in gummy fork. You're going to love it. And then when you're chewing them, the
3: head's popping and the juice comes out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that was an excuse. I thought bad behavior that led to worse behavior would make your crime even worse. Like DUIs, when you hit somebody and you got a DUI, they never go, well, this is because of the alcohol. A little leniency on that one. We understand driving drunk. Innocent. Very difficult to do that if you're drunk and driving around. That's the alcohol's fault. Oh, we get it. You stabbed that guy because you were high. Yeah, that's the knife's fault and the weed's fault. You're, you're, no control. You were the one high. I don't know how that lady got out of that. And I saw a picture of her. She wasn't that good looking where the judge was like, if I give her leniency, maybe she'll like me. I, none of it made sense. <laughs> a jury. It wasn't even like a judge. Like a jury said, yeah, it was the weed. That's proof all of California's smoking. Well, anyway, back to the Coyotes. Go to the Mulled Arena before they leave. I'm telling you. Trust me, it's gonna be great. We'll give you tickets to that in a little bit. We got Rock Wars coming up too. It's
1: 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98.
0: KUPD. You thought that was funny.
1: Sickness.
0: You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. 98. What the hell is wrong with you?
1: K-U-P-D.
3: Still don't know what he says in that. Nimina. Uh, he says Nimina in the middle. Of I always say Nimina back. It's a very James Brown lyric. <laughs> Nimina. Yeah. 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 Nimina. Nimina. All right, Brian. Uh, it is uh, uh, 925 here. I won last week, correct? Yes. I was the champion of Rock Wars, and I have a topic for all of you. Uh, judging from the emails I've been answering all morning and the nerve we hit with uh, the Colin Coward rant I went on this morning about how I figured out who he is, he's one of them, uh, what do you call them, them? Jody's. Girl
4: huggers.
3: He's a girl Hold. holder. Calling him that for years. Girl holders. He'll find a girl that's sad. Their boyfriend might be in a fight. And he holds him. Jody's in the military. I just found out that, uh, and that's what, uh, uh, what's the band called? Uh, Sublime's talking about Sanchos. That's the Mexican Jody, yeah. right? That's when you're in jail and some dude bangs your girlfriend while you're in the joint. He's a Sancho. And a girl's a Sancho. Mm-hmm. She's the whore. That while you're in jail starts bouncing on another dude. But evidently, man, oh man, the Jody's hit a nerve with those military guys. That's a real thing. And I'm just talking about Colin Coward being a girl holder. He takes the side of a woman and pretends to be a, a woman supporter, a feminist, like he did with the Taylor Swift thing. If you weren't listening earlier, I watched. And Colin Coward got me. That's the worst part of it all. I fell into his trap. He did it for That. I don't know if he actually believes it, but he was saying if you're mad about Taylor Swift or you're bothered by her being in the NFL, you know, realm and the ethos and all that stuff, uh, then it's because you're lame and you can't get laid and a girl like her would never pay attention to you. And that's why you don't like a successful woman in your sports. And I say it's because she's a fake fan that showed up. And hasn't uh, bled with the team, hasn't bled as a fan, and we're giving her all the attention like she's a super fan and all she's taking the D of one of the players. We see that. We're being sold something. But she's an Eagles fan
5: by by right. trade. Exactly. I mean, there's, there's pictures of her all over in Eagles gear.
3: Right. And I get it. You start taking the D of a chief you're going to start, but you're going to change your allegiance. They act like, so that's why men are angry about it. We don't get mad at Jack Nicholson, and we don't get mad at Eminem, and we don't get mad at Matthew McConaughey, and those were the examples that Coward brought up, but then I realized what he was doing. Oh, he's girl holding. He's holding the chick right now and telling all the guys, I could bang this girl because I agree with everything she does. She's successful, and I'm not intimidated by it. All you who are misogynistic and lame and can never get laid. He's a girl holder. He's a Jody. He's one of those. He's the guy that puts his arm around your girlfriend when she's sad and you're not around. Coward, the girl. None of us are upset that Taylor Swift is a successful woman. None of us. We don't care. You get mad at Virginia McCaskey. She's the most successful woman in the NFL. She owns the Bears and she's basically ruined the franchise. And won't die. And won't die. She's like Greenmile or Jimmy Carter. She just stays forever. So It's a race between her and Keith Richards, who's going to last
5: longer.
4: I she's mean, got Wow,
3: She's staying. She's, yeah. she's human formaldehyde. That woman's going, She's no. so much younger. We're not. We, and don't fall for that when people say, oh, you're just anti-woman. That's not the case. She hit a nerve with sports fans. Like, why are we paying so much attention to her? Isn't there something better going on? There's a football game. And Colin Coward will have you believing you don't like it because you don't like successful women. Not true. Stupid. So... Girl Holders, Jody, Sancho's. We need a song for one of them. Now, it can't be Sublime song that actually mentions Sancho's. Yeah. It can't be a song with the word bitch in it. That's my rule. Son of a bitch. I know. A song for the Jody's. A song for the Girl Holders. They don't want to bang your girlfriend. They just want to show them,
2: you know, you could be in a better place.
3: Talk to them like, old oh, girl. We all know a Girl Holder. Brett and I have talked about it off the air. (laughs) We know several, as a matter of fact. Yeah. One of Brett's friends. Mm -hmm. After the divorce, wandered over to the wife's house. Mm -hmm. She was okay. You don't do that. You stay out of it. Girl holder tune. Jody tune. Sancho tune. No words Sancho mentioned. No Metallica, no Slayer, obviously. Bodies, whatever. Uh, And also, can't have the word bitch in it. Okay. Okay. Deal. You got it? Yeah. All right. Uh, If you want to help out, Holmberg at 98KUPD.com. You can email that or you can text 97936. You fire that off there. Your suggestions will be taken accordingly. We find out who plays and wins Rock Wars next.
1: John Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98 KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. (laughs) No need to run. No. No, him.
3: Oh. It's time. For the weekly battle of musical supremacy, we call this Rock Wars. And it is brought to you by our friends over there at Mo Money Pawn. There is it. I've got it in here. There it is. Mo Money Pawn. Shorter long-term collateral loans from $10 to over $100,000. No credit needed and top dollar paid with the entire process just taking several minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com. The theme this week is for uh, the Jodies. the uh, girl holders, the Colin Cowards of the world. They side up with the feminists to try to blend it. So you know what it is? It's the dudes who, remember the big, uh, what was that big thousand vagina parade they did a few years ago? Oh, you know, the pussy hats, they called them, and they, remember those knit hats and they had that girl march the day after Trump got in? Yeah. Million lip march? Yeah, something like that. Million labia <laughs> lap, lap or something. I don't remember what it was, but, Remember, you saw that dudes marching in that, and you're like, what are you doing? Even if you're for it, don't march in the vagina parade. I think it was like actively called something like that, too. (laughs) They were so mad at men, and then there's, you see the dudes with, and they're all the same 43 ponytail, you know, annoying. I support my sisters. Oh, you're a girl holder. We get it. You can support it like a man still. So it's for those guys. I got a text from our friend Scott Haynes. As many written, as many things as he's written that are funny, Baba Bastard might be the greatest thing he's ever come up with. He said, I think I might have been a girl holder, John. I couldn't close in my early twenties. Then a light bulb went off. Uh, the a-holes are the ones getting laid. I changed my ways and guess what? Started getting laid. Stop being a girl holder. Exactly. Girl holders rarely get laid. But then you got to be careful of the predators. They pose as girl holders and then they bang your girlfriend. It mostly happens in your, you know, 20s. After a while, dudes become dudes. And- nah, it's still in the 40s, too, for, it, it, for a couple of the guys it, we know. 40s and 50s. But you stop hanging out with them. They're very easy to identify. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 40s and 50s, unmarried, still have a lot of good friends that yeah. are chicks. They're girl holders. Colin Coward. Another thing is that a girl holder says things like, my wife said something cute the other day. Oh, God. That's somebody you don't want to hang out with. Go hang My wife said out. something very cute the other day. Most of the time, she says, you listen to what my wife said. Yeah, Howard yeah. does that all the time. My wife said a very cute thing the other day. Oh, you girl holder, girl holder. All right. A theme song for the Jodies, the girl holders, the Sancho's, without saying the word bitch or Sancho or girl holder or whatever. Brad, I want you to go first. Brad. All right. Well, I you know we I, we always
5: knew what the girl holder thing was because obviously yeah. we know some, but the the term Jody I, it was the first time I heard it was today. Oh, no kidding. I never heard of that before. So, yeah. and I and I know I'm not by myself on this one. Sure. I know there's a lot of other people that know what it is, but don't necessarily know it was called a Jody. So, from the military side of things, I learned something from this song, and it's kind of a take on Jolene, and it is <laughs> Jody. I got it.
3: Oh, jeez. And it's by Matt Bass, Jody. military ballad. Okay, Matt Bass, mm-hmm. Matt Bass, military ballad, yeah, and it's, it's called. A, wow, the video looks good so they far. They even it's talk about uh, hurting
5: when it pees, I want you to watch this. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> All right. I
2: fast in into hot LZs. and now it's burning when she pees. How could you do this to me, Jody? <laughs> Jody, <laughs>
1: Jody, 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 Jody. Oh. Please don't take my queen. Wow, this is solid, Jody, yeah. Jody,
5: Jody, Jody. Jody,
3: Jody. She's solid too. She's good. He, he had a good one. I yeah, like I that. Nice work. All right. Jody by Matt Best.
5: It's, it's, you know this guy was in the military because he knows oh, yeah. everything about yeah. what's
3: going on. So. A,
4: having a Jody. Yep. All right. I like that. Brady, what do you got? I think I just discovered this is the uh girl holder anthem okay it's an old school one. Oh. joe jackson is she really going out with him is basically talking this guy is a go- girl is that joe holder. jackson
3: i thought that was jackson brown is it, jackson? No, it, no, is it is joe jackson oh it is joe jackson
4: cool. yeah all right. cool and he's talking know. about he's watching these uh uh the opening line is pretty women out walking with gorillas down here yeah on my street so he's he's eyeballing these guys. the guys he's yeah, mad at the guys ready
3: it's a good song too
4: She's married now
2: or engaged or something so... He's with the wrong guy.
3: I'm the guy. I'm, yeah, I'm, the, I'm the guy. He's a girl hole. This is a good one, Brady.
2: Is she really going out with
3: him? Hey, wasn't this in the Fast Times? Is she really going to take bit. him home oh, No, there was not Jackson Brown so that really you're talking about. Because my eyes me, me, there's something me. going on If my eyes don't deceive me, there's something going on around here. Yeah. He's going to fix and it. And he's not the closer. All right. Yeah, he's not close, he just doesn't he like the, let, he doesn't like let that let girl's rhythm. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one there, Brady. Nice job. I think I actually have the anthem for this. And as one of the emailers said, when he told me a song and I sent it back and I said I'm going with this one. He goes, ah, oh, that prick should be strung up by his nuts for writing that song. This one is this one got all the attention in the world. And it's essentially a dude singing about his best friend's girlfriend. Rick Springfield, you son of a bitch. The Jesse. Jesse's girl, he, he starts to find, find the girl attractive. Girl and I wanna make her mine. And Jesse's his friend. And he gets jealous because he likes Jesse's girlfriend the most. He writes a song about banging his friend's girlfriend. Instead of feeling good about his buddy's win.
2: You know I wish that I had Jesse's girl.
3: This is an anthem for the Jodies. other than Jody. And uh, well, these are good.
2: These yeah. I mean, yeah. are good ones. Right?
3: Girl Holden, Rick Springfield.
7: By the way, uh, texters are letting us know that Matt Best, is uh, he's got a YouTube channel. He is former military. He's the Green Beret that owns Black Rifle Coffee.
3: Oh, no kidding. I had no idea. Okay, wow. Well, no charity money goes from Rock Wars to Brett's boat, so don't, <laughs> don't weigh that.
7: And like Rick Springfield
3: had trouble getting chicks. That's even worse. He's a good-looking uh, girl Holden. Well, he's a guy just like you, John. Nah, he's, he's like not. Springsteen. That dude doesn't need to be looking at anybody else's chicks, let alone telling him, you know, I think you're with the wrong guy. Joe Jackson, on the other hand, might might have an argument to go, I think maybe I have to talk you into this, because I look like Mr. Mackey from South Park. <laughs> uh, all right. We had a debate last year when we did our Night of the Singing Bald in whether Joe Jackson counted or not, because his hair's so awful that we couldn't tell he was bald or not. He's got hair. It was just so bad. You picture him bald. Will it be Brett Song, Jody? Pretty solid grab. Yeah. Will it be Brady's Joe Jackson? Is she really going out with him? Or will it be Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield? Though the choices are good this week for the girl holder, Colin Coward. It's one thing to be nice to him. It's another thing to have an angle. Uh, you tell us what you want. Holmberg at 98 com. You can text the word WARS, 97936, or phone us up, five eight five nine eight hundred. We find out who r- wins Rock Wars next.
1: John Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98 KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Just uh, thumbing
3: along there with uh, Bert on the internet. I think I'm a huge Matt Best fan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. For, just for who he knows.
5: His choice of uh, models.
3: Wow. Yeah, excellent work. And instead of wanting to steal them, I tip my cap to Mr. Absolutely. Best and say, excellent work. Uh, the songs for uh, military jodies, girl holders, uh, that feminist 40-year-old that marches with the ladies at the vagina march. The Sanchos. Not necessarily even a guy who just sleeps with your girl, but a dude who actively tries to be your friend while you're not around. That's weirder. Yeah. I got a little respect for a dude who actually gets her. (laughs) It's not normal. Uh, The the votes are flying in. Brett chose uh, Matt Best Jody, a parody of Jolene by Dolly Parton. Brady chose Joe Jackson. Uh, Is she really going out with him, right? Yep. What was the one I said? Jackson Brown. That was the one I confused it with, which was... uh, Must have been somebody's baby. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that's the one I confused him with. And then I chose uh, Jesse's Girl by rick springfield brett you got 14 votes i got 12 we were wired nice. up brady you had 10 This was a big turnout we actually all three of us had good everybody ones this week. crushed uh this one says brady wins this one tough call but i gotta go with pop pop here it's a catchy tune it is a catchy song uh russell says all the options were solid this week although i enjoyed Burt's choice i believe it's low-hanging fruit you said no bitch And no Sancho, but he went with Jody, which is the same thing. I'm going with Chancellor's Jesse's Girl. If I was a girl holder, I'd definitely use that song as my advantage. Get that Sancho on my side. (laughs) Uh, These are the most spot-on picks in the history of rock wars. I had a difficult time making a choice. I love you and Bert, but I got to go with Brady. Get Joe Jackson on the Big Red Radio. It's never bad. I agree with that, too. Then you got this one. I was in the Marine Corps during the... uh, Time both my parents got into a near death motorcycle accident. I got emergency leave and went back to see them. At the time, my girlfriend just moved to the East Coast and wanted me to support, or wanted to support me, so she flew to Arizona to see me. While we were in the parking lot of the hospital, I got a message on Instagram from her, Jody, saying that he's been in between the sheets recently with her. Uh, she was saying they were separated and whatever, and he, separated by miles. Uh, he reached out because he was a Marine. He didn't want to hide the truth from a brother. I told her to get out of the car.
7: But being a brother wasn't enough yeah. to stop. It took from her bags, his took her there. bags
3: out of the trunk, and said, "I don't care how you get home, but you're not coming with me." Thousands of miles from her new home, she stood in the parking lot. I choose Brett. <laughs> Thanks for the story. It's still painful. I picked Brett out of or Brady out of pity. Uh, normally, but this time I have to go with the Chancellor. Holmberg nailed it. That is a song from a, it comes from a truck driver uh, who personally has Mama said knock you out uh, feeling right about this song, but didn't win it. Yeah, you know, you're not in it. Uh, it's rare that Brady picks a song that actually fits the topic, so i got to go with Pop Pop today. Uh, this guy says, my recruiter called my girlfriend the day I left for basic training. <laughs> that's quick. Vesley picked a perfect song for this category, not to mention Matt Best is a hilarious former ranger, which means if you vote against him, you don't like the military. you going to vote against the rangers? Yeah. <laughs> uh, says you win, Holmberg, this is absolutely the anthem for the girl holder.
7: Going way back. Remember, Brett hates vets.
3: Oh, that's right. You wouldn't, we had to buy you an American flag and have you deliver McDonald's. Yeah, I lost my shorts, too. I, know. Well, I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, all solid <laughs> I picks this Ball week. shorts. Even Brady with a solid pick as a former military dude. I got to go with Brett this week. John, I'd have gone with you, but that Jody song fits perfect. They just keep coming. Load it up. What did you do on the uh, internet over there? Who you got? We got one through five. Oh, not that. Oh,
7: you got the Facebook. Uh, the Who's text winning? right now, 54% for Brett. Oh, it's close. Uh, 54%? I know it's, it's driving us to it. Up. Up. I know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, normally, is, you get like I a 60. Like tips, uh,
3: here's the reason why I said that. And you're right. This time it's not. Normally, Brady's zero. Yeah, that's so true. So the other 46 would be me. That's true. Eh, sometimes they come through. But a lot of the times, it's a two horse race. So when I hear 50, I'm like, oh, I was right in it. This week, I was wrong. I take it back. Brady probably got a I get it. You're being line.
7: reflexive. Uh, it was reflexive yeah, yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 54. Yeah. I almost got almost that. Had it.
3: Because I dismiss him <laughs> like you used to dismiss the Detroit Lions. And look, there they are. Now, pick a number one and five. John. Number five. Number five is
2: text. Bastard.
3: That's right. Jody wins again. Nice job. You, you got, got it. it you no, know, I got it right here. Oh, okay. He's already loaded oh, up. Nice. Put it in. Jody plays. Wish should watch the video along with it. It's though. a ranger. Well, we should watch who's in the video yeah. in other videos. She's you need evidently, to find out who she is. Evidently a porn star. Jody is the song for you, military guys who fired off your stories like crazy while well, you fought, killed. Risked your life. That dude was back on the base just holding hands with her. You have more respect for him if he just flat out did it. Trying to be her video game buddy. Uh it's Jody. Congratulations, Bert. He's
1: this week's winner in Rock Wars. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. <laughs>
0: You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with
3: you? K-U-P-D. All right, there's Matt Best. I kind of like that one. brad Jody is the name of that one, and it works out beautifully. So, well done, Bert, for Thank finding. Who, how did you find that?
5: <laughs> I was just googling about Jody, and that song came up. And no, I'm, I'm like, open. oh, because I, I literally today was the first, first time I heard the term yeah. Jody.
3: I've heard it for, and mostly it wasn't even like my, like the girls like had a side piece. It was the Jodies that I learned about from military guys that yeah. they make best friends with your girl and then talk them out of being with you.
5: Oh, I was just told to look up Matt Best's wife. So I'm looking her up right now. Matt
3: Best has a good wife. Huh? Yeah. Total smoke show.
5: Apparently. There we go.
3: Oh, this guy says, Hey, by the way, just so you all know, girl holder also applies to any male yoga instructor. Very true. They're the ones I always make fun of up in Sedona. They take advantage of those women who try to get their groove back after a breakup or divorce. And then those dudes say, you want to walk out in the woods with me and do yoga? Oh, that is so true. Female yoga instructors, that makes tons of sense. Dudes who do it, they're they're up to no good. (laughs) You're not a man yoga. Whoa, that's Matt. That's Matt. Wow. (laughs) You can't
4: even see. Nice
3: kill, Matt. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Put that on your list of kills for military action because, wow. Is that her holding a grenade? Oh, no, that's just another girl's hat popping out of her shoulder. Like, what am I seeing there? Okay, stop showing me Matt Best Life. (laughs) Makes me want to steal it. Yeah, male yoga instructors are their predators. You should really center yourself. Maybe, there's an episode The Simpsons have of a of a girl holder. And it's hilarious because uh, he teaches Marge how to bowl. And because Homer got Marge a bowling ball for her birthday. And on it he wrote Homer. Because he knew she wouldn't like it. So he would just take it. So she kept it and learned to bowl with it. And the line, he's a Frenchman. you he say, maybe you have got too much on your mind. Fumbling around with this heavy, clumsy Homer. <laughs> <laughs> she got nervous because... You know the metaphor was that her husband sucked, and that guy was pointing it out. Look, deep down all of your husbands suck. We have moments where we suck. We all suck. Jody's take advantage of when you think we suck the most. Oh yeah. Colin Coward. Boy, he got me yesterday. I'm still in on it. He's just giggling. Uh, It's time for the Entertainment Drill. It's brought to you by our friends over there at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Uh, Wonderful time there Monday. I saw the videos of their seminar on Friday, and it was just all empowering. If you're looking for – that's the word that we never use – that I've never used with it. It's, It's empowering. For man, woman, doesn't matter. Whoever's there walks out of there empowered. And it's a good feeling when you get yourself uh, from one position to the next and it's forward progress, empowering you in any situation, whether it's educational, physical, whatever, is a good thing. So jumping forward in these situations where you're like, I don't know what this is about. I'm not sure how I'd handle myself. We watched that video the other day of that guy who was in the uh, – was a, was that here Was somewhere else? Convenience store. And he had the Oh, it was OP Live. That's what I was watching. Yeah. Dude hops in, He's got this uh, gun in this convenience store guy's face. He goes, is it worth losing your life? Is it
2: worth losing your life?
3: And you see, like, 20 opportunities. The guy did the right thing. Just take the cash. Like, this is all yours. And he just stepped away, which is the right thing to do. But then the dude turned on him after he had the cash and started to threaten him. That's when you start to worry, like, uh-oh, because his mask fell off. And there was a chance that you see, like, oh, that gun can only do one thing, and that dude's standing close enough to just take an elbow. I don't care how big and strong the dude is, an elbow splitting the a guy's face open. It's going to end it. And that was a tragic, almost tragic situation. He did the absolute right thing, though, which is part of self defense is learning when to just go, it's all yours. Take it away. You want my car? It's yours. It's a thing. Uh, so many people end up dying protecting something that could just drive away, and that's why you have insurance in the first place. Uh, it is a great, empowering feeling to have the brain power they give you, and they only give it to you there. It's up there at reactdefense.com. Uh, active shooter seminars going on in a couple weeks. You can get in on that one. Anybody, general public's open to that one, and also the, uh, uh, women's self-defense coming up in April. They got that open as well. Check it all out, reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment.
4: BuzzFeed put together a survey of 33 controversial stars and asked fans to vote whether or not they're over uh, they're overall good person. They the had stars? four. Yeah, the stars.
3: And fans are making the decision whether yeah, or not they're decent. people and they have, have four be. options.
4: Wow. Yes, no. No real opinion, or I don't know them. Okay. Jimmy Fallon. I'll just give you the two. Forty-three percent said yes. Overall, good guy. Twenty-four percent said no. I don't know if he's a bad guy, but I think he's
3: definitely not what he's portrayed as.
4: Will Smith. Forty-seven percent said or? no. Yeah. Well, that's the difference yeah. of change. You, you know, I feel a couple years ago, it would have been the other way. But forty-seven percent said no. Thirty-five percent said yes. I have
3: no right to, but I feel pity for Will Smith. I think that, I think he is, I think he's a, not
4: nice guy or good guy or bad guy. He's defeated
3: and it's visible.
4: Amy Schumer. Uh, 45% said no. Not nice? Not nice. Or not an overall good person. Who knows? The Rock.
3: Oh, 90% love him.
4: 83% Uh, said yes. 6% no.
3: He gave uh, some lady on ESPN his ring the other day. She admired his – it was some ring from the USC championship – or uh, WWE. Yeah. And she goes, I was just looking at that. It's beautiful. And he goes, here you go. She goes, are you kidding? And what woman – what person takes it? Here you are. Are you kidding? Really? Oh, my God. This is amazing. And she kept it. Because it means a lot to me, but it means more to me that you noticed it.
4: Ellen DeGeneres, 78% no. 11% yes.
7: Well, she's gotten a lot of bad points. Well, yeah.
4: Tom Cruise. 67% no. I don't know what to think of that dude. He's an alien. Howard Stern. 62% no. 16% yes.
3: I think he's probably a good guy. Kind of crazy right now. No, I think he's gone nuts a little bit. But
4: um, Songs from artists like Tay-Tay and Drake might be disappearing from TikTok today. Universal Music Group. Says they failed to come to a fair licensing deal with uh, TikTok for their artists. But it goes beyond that. If you look in the list that Universal Music Group has, it's a lot of music. Yeah. If you're not getting the
3: deal, get the deal. See, I think the Howard Stern thing's unfair because I think somebody that airs all their private stuff mm-hmm. the way he did is going to come across as a little bit screwed up. So to say he's a bad guy is not fair. You don't have to like him. You don't I'm have to find from him a funny. a Jewish guy. <laughs> well, I know because I'm, I'm you know I'm a Biden loving, MAGA flag waving Trump supporting. Read that email Gage. that came in a minute ago. Did I
5: get another the one? Second one.
3: Uh, the Marine Corps one. Uh, oh, I got right. that or this one. It says earlier today you talked about Jeep owners. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, are you ready? He worked on this. One. It says, uh, "Dear John, earlier today you talked about Jeep owners having an unspoken agreement to wave to each other. Makes sense why all you Jew cuck Biden lovers have a secret code, <laughs> acknowledging your inner libtard to each coming other. In, it was
4: still funny. Probably
3: explains your Jew noses as well. Thanks for ruining Kanye, you asshole. <laughs>
2: oh my, God.
3: Chester, that's fantastic." <laughs> That's now that's good bigotry right there. Thanks, Chester. That's hilarious. That's right. All us Jeep owners wave to each other because we're secretly just libtards exchanging our views. I like that.
4: The Grammys are on Sunday, and uh, here's a list of uh, some artists, popular artists that have never won a Grammy. Abba. Wow. The Beach Boys. They never won a I think I knew that. Every time I hear that, I think I
3: have that reaction. The Beach Boys have never won a Grammy. Bob Marley. How, how is wouldn't it be nice not an award-winning song? Yeah. It's one of the best songs ever written. Wow. Bob Marley doesn't deserve it. Diana We're, Ross? Bob Marley is the Bruce Lee of music. <laughs> Wildly overrated nonsense. Diana Ross never won? Nope. Not even with the Supremes. Right? That's hard to believe too.
4: Guns N' Roses. Journey.
3: Now Bob Marley probably didn't win because they didn't have best reggae performance back when he was popular. I bet you Ziggy Marley's got one, which is kind of a all all reggae stinks.
4: Queen, Rush. Snoop Dogg. I'm surprised Queen never got one. Yeah, Dogg?
3: Those are big. That's some that's a little surprising. Snoop Dogg should have one.
5: You'd You'd buy one, yeah, no, eventually, with all his yeah. whoring out,
3: he'll end, end, end up getting it. That is hard to believe. Diana Ross is probably, Diana Ross and the Beach Boys are probably like the head shakers. Queen, I don't know, that's crazy. That's some, well, that just means the Grammys don't get it all the time. Again, the oh, cars that's, so that's the biggest one. The two that I always remember Jethro Tull winning best uh, medal per album the first time they had the metal album. And they beat Metallica and somebody else with an album that was like three years old. and then the, uh, the other one that always stands out to me is "Best New Artist" in 1980 or 79 or whatever. The cars lost a Starland vocal band oh. for afternoon Delight." Rick O'Kich should just I know pull out an AK. And, and just if you listen to, to the car's first album, you're like, "It's amazing. Wow. This is a new sound. This is pop going a new direction, especially considering disco was kind of in its it was, it was waning, but it was still huge, and the cars come out with that thing. And Afternoon Delight gets Best New Artist for that one song for Starland Vocal Band. Yeah, it's a good song. Don't get me wrong. Afternoon Delight, I'll turn it up every time it's on. if it's a good song. (laughs) I I like like the content about it, but... Right. It's a good song. (laughs) Good vocals. And the best use of it of all time was in Arrested Development when Jason Bateman went up to sing at a karaoke thing with his niece and then realized what Afternoon Delight was about midway through while he sang with a young girl <laughs> he was going to bone her all day. Uh, it's 10.09. That's it. Speaking of boning all day, Larry's got you for the next few hours. Uh, Larry's coming in here. He's a hot new afternoon show. that he's, uh, We're trying him out right now. Larry's coming up. He's got things for you guys to take care of and handle, and he'll give it to you if you're nice to him. That's all you need. Larry was in that poll. How many people think uh, Larry's a good guy? 99% of people said yes.
4: And 1% but said that 1%
3: the one The 1%. I know Larry's that focused 1%. on the 1%. But let's be honest. That 1%, she's an OnlyFans whore. <laughs> you shouldn't be worried about her. <laughs> Just, but everybody else in the world loves Larry because he's the nicest person alive. Uh, Larry's next. You guys have yourselves a great day. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning. signal hello.
1: Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station.